You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. So, Duffy's pressed the button, and this is episode number 118 of Ball's Liberty Podcast. I'm Jeremiah Morrill. Today we are joined by co-host Decade, Dakota. Decade. Decade. <laughs> Dakota Davis. Mark Brim is the featured guest because, uh, because he's on summer sabbatical and he has nothing better to do. And uh, producer Chris Guffey's in the fourth chair because uh, intern Mason didn't get rained out today and he has to go play baseball. That's true. Today's episode features Mark Brim from uh, the lovely Wayne County, Indiana. We're going to be talking to Mark, uh, basically just the standard of every single Mark Brim episode. It's that it's your guys' favorites. You know who he is. But we're going to be talking about the 2020 Democratic uh, presidential debates, some local politics, some local stories, uh, some personal issues from people around the area in East Central Indiana. And then uh, we got a little surprise for you all at the end for some other stories. So make sure you stick around and listen to that. This show is about our lives in rural rural Indiana. We're here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we will provoke you. Other times we'll just make you laugh. Hopefully you'll always learn something new. I'm still trying to share the podcast. Your mush mouth has made me laugh. Normally, (laughs) normally Dakota uh, stretches that further, and I've got more time, and he's thrown me. uh, He's thrown me off. I did. I I threw you a big loop. Uh, If you apparently you don't have enough to say to our our valued guests. I have something else to say. Uh, If you're watching, (laughs) if you're watching the live stream right now on Facebook, or if you are going to watch the video later. Um, then you can see in the bottom right-hand corner of the screen, there is the logo of Farmer Brad LLC. Uh, Farmer Brad. Brad. Far- Brad. Farmer Brad is a friend of the show. He's a longtime listener of the Boss Hog of Liberty. Uh, he was brought on as a fan by our guest tonight, Mark Brim. Uh, he is a chicken farmer and a just all-around poultry expert, I think. I think he knows everything there is to know about he's like about he's chickens. like a poultry equipment manufacturer yeah 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 worldwide and, worldwide sensation he knows his way around a chicken that's right he does he has a uh, he has very graciously decided to sponsor the next couple of episodes and uh he is doing a really cool thing where if if you go onto his website farmerbrad.com Right, I, it's a real the, thing. This yeah. is not a bit. This, 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 this dovetails so well into Boss Hog mm-hmm. Liberty. It's Look, not even if you if you go to the comments. Fake. Yeah, farmerbrad.com slash uh, slash Boss, Boss Hog. Hog. Yeah, I was he had commented. I was wondering what he was saying, but if you look at farmerbrad.com slash Boss Hog and go there and buy one of his products, he has an automatic chicken waterer, which is a uh, two gallons. It's BPA free. You go on there, you buy one of those. It holds two gallons. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, he uh, two gallons. That's that's twice what a gallon of milk. That's is. right. And if if you have chickens <laughs> and uh, you need a waterer for them, then Farmer Brad LLC is the place to go because he is giving you three dollars off if you use our link 
to go and purchase your water as well as giving us a little bit of a kickback in return. Uh, So you're helping support Farmer Brad and we are going to get into his story later on in the show and you are also helping support the Boss Hog of Liberty. Anywhere in the United States, you can have this thing shipped. You guys, Boss Hog Liberty folks, 57 bucks and you get a two-gallon automatic chicken waterer. It fills automatically so you don't have to sit out there and Mm -hmm. refill the thing all the time. Your water's always clean. It connects to your garden hose. And then in the winter time, you can go down. You can go down to your local Rural King Tractor Supply, or maybe the Amazon.com if you don't have one of those close by. And you could buy a uh, a deicer, 150 watt deicer, plug it in, and your chickens are watered all through the winter. Yep, that's right. You don't, don't even have to worry Jacobs, about it. No. And you know what? If, now this is. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If you if you if, live in Newcastle and you you can't have chickens because we have an oppressive government here, and <laughs> for they're now, totally authoritarian. Uh, there we live in tyranny. If you live in Newcastle, for now, in absolute tyranny until Chris Guffey is elected to city council. So I'm not going to tell you to break the law. However, I will tell you to just stick it to Aaron Dickin and get chickens, and that way you can buy a Farmer Brad waterer. Maybe you can just buy your Farmer Brad waterer now as a symbol of the freedom that that's might right. be coming if we make some changes. Put it on your front porch. That's right. If yeah. enough people in Newcastle buy Farmer Brad's waterers, then we can all take them and protest to the courthouse and uh, protest the oppressive regime of Mayor York and the current city council. It's the beacon not letting of us have freedom, chickens. the Farmer Brad two-gallon chicken waterer. And you can that's look right. up the reviews on YouTube. I mean, he, this thing it's is... A legitimate it's, been it's real. It's been out it's across nice. the country. And if, yeah. you have, if you happen to have chickens that are in your neighborhood, like this is mm-hmm. Miami, and they're just free-range chickens, once again, they <laughs> ship anywhere in the country. If you want to... if you Sometimes, if you're the folks that take care of the cats that are wandering free, that's right. you, could get, you could put a... a a farmer a, a brat chicken, chicken water in your out. front yard well, and take care of the neighborhood chickens. Take note around here. You he also does chicken rental packages. Mm. You can so you can rent That's a chicken. Right. You, you can, can rent, rent a chicken. If, you can rent chickens from him. Chicken. Yeah. And for then what, at for the what purpose? End, for what purpose? So that, if you don't you know, want the commitment, if you're thinking you want to get into it, it's, it's a, a rent lease slash option to buy, and he brings to your house chickens. Uh, yeah, chickens and a chicken coop and all that stuff. I'm gonna have to check out this website. Chicken so our friend K Kronk is wanting to know. Uh, if that individual may buy chicken water and have it delivered to the courthouse lawn. And I think, yes, you definitely yeah, could. Absolutely if you, you have it shipped to the studio here, we would take care of delivering it to the I courthouse lawn. I hope Farmer lawn. Brad is happy because and this then, is the longest advertisement read of any podcast and ever. Then if, if by chance, and this is not fake, this is a real product, guys. This isn't a bit we came up with. Farmer Brad is very real and Mark Brim brought him to us. Uh, I dropped him off on your porch. Yeah, he brought us chickens. There, th- this is the this is the yes. hook. Is that if you're in the local market, and, and you know what, you can buy Farmer Brad frozen you know what? chicken. We just we just got it out there that uh, Farmer Brad gave us chickens in Newcastle, Indiana. And you know what I have to say? Come and get them. <laughs> Come and take them out of my cold dead hands. <laughs> Bring so, it on, Aaron Dickin. So we are very excited to have this new relationship with Farmer Brad. And uh, he'll ship anywhere except except for the People's Republic of Spiceland, Indiana. Uh, if if that happen, if you have to go there, you're going to have to have some covert operations. But uh, once again, I think box. I think that if it's a wild chicken, they can't take it away from you. So if the chicken is free to go and can move around anywhere it wants to, then then maybe there's there's some gray areas there. This maybe- isn't my chicken. It just happens to live inside my fence and yard. This chicken just it chooses to <laughs> be here. Flew here. I asked her; she could go anytime she wants. I don't want this chicken here. Please take it away. This chicken is is a nuisance. I wonder if this will work with 
watering dogs as well. This chicken identifies. Farmer Brad, can we maybe? use this to water dogs as well? This chicken can dogs identifies. Suckle from the from the metal nipple at the end. Maybe this, this we, chicken we like identifies as a. You can parakeet. train a dog to do anything. I have a German Shepherd. Yeah. She's yeah. smart. All right, we and do need to go. thank the uh, the other monthly contributors of the show, the big time folks: Chris Bilbrey, Christy Avery, Craig DeCosta, and John Phillips. All at over fifty dollars a month, and uh, Craig DeCosta is still in the mainland. We thank these guys very much. Been following Craig around. He's been up in Montreal, Canada, eh? Boston, about an, about an hour away from uh, from my homeland of Messina, New York. And uh, now I think he's at Fenway tonight, taking in a, uh, oh, a, nice. a, a Red Sox game. Mm. It's very complicated. There's the White Sox and the Red Sox, and then there's the Reds and the Red Sox. Mark, I don't know if you follow this professional sports thing, but there are teams that play in they, cities, and they play each city, and they a play team? each other. Yes, what's, yes. So what's the, the Newcastle of, team, the, the Newcastle team is the Trojans. The Trojans. And sometimes <laughs> they will play the Greenfieldians. Wow. Yes. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's very the exciting. Greenfieldians. Some towns have multiple teams. Mul- Wow! When the Trojan, when they come out in the field, do they bust through like a big rubber like thing? Like, yeah, they come out with chickens, but unfortunately, they Uh, don't have Farmer Brad's waterer, so they look poorly dehydrated. Yes, dehydrated chickens. So now I am wearing tonight. If you're watching on the beautiful, glorious HD camera, I'm wearing a T-shirt that is a uh, a throwback to uh, to Boss Hog lore from the Christmas episode. If you are a Patreon member, you'll know what it's all about. I'm wearing my little Sebastian T-shirt that was gifted to me by the mm-hmm. wonderful by Dakota Davis. Bye, bye, little Sebastian. Uh, there are other T-shirts available <laughs> for sale in the store. That's right. We have a T-chip store. Uh, we have three T-chip stores. We have three. three. Yeah, three different merchandise stores because there's three different logos. Jeremiah has a favorite logo on there that has all of the host names listed in uh uh, any, no, no specific order. I, I really don't think. Um, as long as Jerry's first. Yeah, and uh, we also have a one T-shirt that has our logo, and on the back it has the slogan that says uh, "Local Stories, National Impact." And then we have just plain old T-shirts, the the cheapo T-shirts at tchip.com slash bholo one, and we have bholo one, bholo two, bholo three. That's where you can get all of your T-chip merchandise. And they're really good. They they are crafted out of uh, um, all of the deer skin that uh, were from the deer that were harvested by co-host Cade Coger last fall. Um, he uh, he's handcrafting them out of the leather made from the deer skin and the fur, so they're extremely soft. He, he's absolutely and durable. Amazing. Yeah. So manly. Mm-hmm. I've seen pictures, and I heard that he's getting kind of kind of close to running out of the deer skin so he's going to have to move to the intestines so make sure you get make sure you have get you, in there quick have you followed his fans only.com it's only six dollars a month to follow to get the real the real behind the scenes Cade Coger I would legitimately probably do that <laughs> <laughs> or onlyfans.com or some does he still I, have that so thing good. on his neck that thing that's yeah. 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 it's a tattoo it's uh, semi permanent so it's yeah. going to be there for yeah. a while. it's, it's wow. pretty, speaking, uh, uh, pretty permanent speaking about Cade Coger co-host Cade he was on the Thunderwolf podcast which is on the Magic Scroll network uh, it's the newest podcast on that network you heard us on Juice in the Morning which is also on that network so if you were a fan of those guys make sure you uh, pop on over and listen to Cade talk about farming uh, Bob Lazar talking about aliens in Area 51 and some other conspiracies. It's a good show, and he did give us a shout out, so we need to shout yeah, those guys out too. Yeah, and at some point too. we will uh, we'll reconnect with. Uh, That's right. We'll we'll with, hook up with them with with those guys over there. And uh, yeah. there's a lot of common blood, a lot of great podcasts in uh, in in East Central Indiana and Eastern Indiana. Of course, we are East Central Indiana's favorite podcast, but uh, there are a lot of others that are uh, that are nearly uh, nearly mm-hmm. as good. It is true. I will I will say this. 
So I am the post office guy. Like I go to the post office for my work because it's right next door pretty much. And I found out the new guy that guy got hired on there runs his own podcast. Really? So, yeah. It's all about wrestling entertainment and stuff like that. Ooh. Um, that might be one for a uh, fan, Brantley but, Spicer. Yeah, Brantley Spicer. Check out In Your House. Uh, he he actually... Our house. He he streams the, the video. The street. It, it's mostly a podcast, but then he also has like a video once a week um, that he does out of one of the local gaming shops in Anderson. Mm, nice. So, the uh, the highly inappropriate podcast is uh, is produced as well in the area in the region in our area down in uh, down in uh, Carthage, Indiana. Uh, I believe that's uh, Matt Wharton and uh, and his team down there. They're uh, in Carthage. Yeah, they're in Carthage. They're, they're, and they have a studio in Carthage. They're almost in our county. They're very close. Very close. Only one podcast is allowed in Henry County. We'll yeah. fight them one at a time. We'll fight them. We'll kick you out. I hey, think there actually may be a funeral podcast. Mama said, "Knock you out." I'm a just saying, funeral we, podcast. I think so. Really? Yeah. There's there's all kinds of stuff, man. Funeral. Yeah, the Undertaker podcast. I think is uh, hmm. is uh, is based here as well. Are, are uh, you sure it's a funeral? And I it's think, not like a wrestling. No, I'm quite like I'm like 94 percent sure. How disappointing for the guy that's a huge Undertaker fan. <laughs> <laughs> Insert the embalming <laughs> fluid. A podcast all about uh, the wrestler, God. the Undertaker. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, Mark, one of the reasons we had to invite you over is you've yeah. been a bit of a traveler. You've been uh, just like uh, Kim Kardashian and consulting with President Trump. Did I you get anybody, been. any inmates released from prison like she did? You, you went to the White House. It wasn't her. The it was Kanye White West. House. Got that wrong. Was it? Did you? Did it was you? Kanye think, West. It was Kim Kardashian. Did you? No. Get, Kim, it was Kim K. Man. Kim did you? She gave a press conference on it and everything. Oh, did you man. get past the security, Guffy? I swear to God, if you don't act <laughs> straight, we're going to send you back to the producer's <laughs> chair and not let you talk on the show. <laughs> who's, who's Conway West anyway? He's Kim K's husband, Conway West. I never heard of him. Yeezy. No. Mm. Mm. He has something to do with basketball. Nobody really knows. Everybody ah. hated oh, that, him. That was Cherry West. Washington D.C. Washington D.C. As, as a boy who who thinks Greensburg is big, yeah. What yeah. Uh, what did you do in Washington? I tell you what I learned in Washington D.C. Uh, I was stopped several times by security at the White House at the National Museum of Gallery or something. Did you go see the flag? What the flag? Uh, the Francis Scott Key flag. No, the original uh, American flag that flew at. Uh, at Baltimore, uh, you see, I don't like America you didn't, that much. So. You didn't see it. I, why did we I didn't even invite you on? I didn't see much. I was there for work, but I saw a little bit, a taste of it. Did you happen to see um, any lizard people? Uh, yes, I believe I did. <laughs> you saw some lizard people. I, I did like see Hillary some Clinton. Uh, yeah. um, what are lizard people? Yeah, you I'm know, amazingly, the, the shapeshifters that shape-shifters? secretly run our government. Really, you know, like on the uh, flat Earth. I saw buildings. That's I saw a lot of buildings. But I got in trouble multiple times. I didn't realize this. So you have a camera in Washington. D. I got in trouble in the, the subway, the metro, I think. They call. I got in trouble multiple times. You navigated the metro with no adult supervision. You were, you were <clears throat> a grown-ass man trying to figure out the, the, the elevators alone in Washington, D.C., or the escalators that take you down oh, yeah, to the metro take you down in there. are the longest escalators on the face of this earth. You had to be lost. There's so no way you did this it well. It was me and two coworkers. And somebody, somebody yeah. had had been out of the out of the Wayne County before. And, yeah, yeah. I and had, had a, a clue. A coworker who had been there before. Anyways, he knows everything. He knows how to. I, I was kind of. I was like, if we were the A team, I was Murdoch. You know, I drove. 
he told me where to go, but I drove. I, I was sort of I did that kind of thing, but he was like the the brains of did, making. Did your rental car have a, have an automatic transmission and it, you cursed it? It had an. It was it was a shame. It was a minivan. You tried driving a minivan around DC. That was hard. But the 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 thing that I got in trouble. The cameras. They're totally cool with cameras. You can record anything. They don't care. But tripods. Holy tripods. Shit. Tripods Holy are, shit. are of the devil. They eh? don't. I got in trouble so many times. They said, hey, 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 you can't have that tripod. And I said, well, I can't film here. No, no, no. You just can't have a tripod. So, so shoot all you want. Just, it just can't be steady. Just no steady shots. They don't like tripods. Anywhere they, I went, no tripods. There must be the big, the big, uh, gyroscope money that's, that's, that's been paying off DC. I have that st- the steady cam money that's, that's doing this. I researched this finally about the fourth time I got in trouble for a tripod. I thought, what way is this? I mean, you have Why to go, you I, had to find Wi Fi somewhere to research people, this. People shoot video in DC, don't they? How do they hold their cameras still? The tripod rule is because of all the historical monuments and stuff in the marble floors. They have no way of, of telling what tripod could scuff up the floor. Or th- so they're looking out for their for their the floor wax, basically. That's the only reason they won't let you have tripods. Big so floor wax. Don't take a tripod to DC. You just hold that camera really still. That's that's my big takeaway. What about if you have a disability? What if you what if you have the Parkinson's? What what do those guys do? Well, do they shoot a lot of video? I mean, I, what if they they do, but they they yeah. use a tripod to overcome it? Do they make mm-hmm. accommodations? I mean, do they shoot? I'm I, assuming I people like, with Parkinson's like, shoot video too. Yeah, like what the the do ADA, they do? The ADA law should protect these people. I guess that's where the steady cam comes in here. But of course, the federal government is exempted from everything. Mm-hmm. The, uh, at every every ADA rule. Yeah, there was no other way but climbing the steps to get to the the Lincoln thing. So, so you went to, Lincoln, looking, you went to the Lincoln Memorial. I was looking for an escalator. I, I've been there three years. There is an escalator. There's an escalator. There, there? is an escalator, and there's a Shows museum. Shows what I get for being a smartass. There's a museum down below. I didn't really? know that until this know last this. March. Yeah. Is Lincoln in there? Is he inside yeah, that statue? He's, uh, remember the funeral podcast? That's, yeah. He's embalmed, and he's down huh? there in the corner, and he's in there. Yeah. So if you went to the top of the stairs in the Lincoln Memorial, yeah, and you went to the left, there's an escalator. Uh, yeah, so you went to the oh. left, and you're in that little room where they have like things written on the wall. Mm-hmm. The very front of the building there, if you had walked to the left, there's an escalator there, and it goes down. I'll be damned. Into a basement. Into and there's basement. all kinds of pictures of stuff that's happened on the on the Lincoln Memorial wall, like of, of events that have happened and protests I wish and all I knew these about things. this. I didn't know until just now. Huh. Until oh just this year. Like two just months this. ago, I discovered this. Wow. I didn't know. So I've there, been to Washington, D.C. a few times. There is an escalator. Is if you it, take my tripod, are, is it is this a real escalator or is it an elevator? Uh, an elevator, not an, an elevator. elevator. No, or is it like a um? Is it like a uh, Nick Cage searching for the Declaration of Independence? Well, that, so, that, so it was the unadvertised <laughs> elevator, and I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna push this button and find the Declaration of Independence. Is it like this the uh, but the American Dad episode where they have to go into the Lincoln Memorial to find the secret uh, formula for peanut butter? Did you see the formula for peanut butter there? I feel like this isn't by George Washington Carver. No. Hmm. So yeah. did you? I don't think it was the, a real chamber then. You visited the. Uh, <laughs> you visited the Lincoln Memorial. I went to the National Mall and did not even see a Pier One Imports. Really? Yeah. What kind did of you a find mall the Apple is that? Store? Yeah. No Apple Store. Nothing. Did you do the no fashion bug? The Vietnam or the uh, or the. <laughs> Where's the goodies? Yeah. Everybody in this town is waiting patiently for the Gordmans to replace the goodies. Uh, it opened up already. You still have a goodies in this town? No, it's gone. Oh, it's just the grand closed. opening is today, but no one's there because they counter-programmed us. So yeah, just like and those other damn things. Democrats that uh, mm-hmm. that that have been on the uh, that were on the TV last night and tonight. 
So what else did you see on the mall? Anything else interesting? Did you go to the World War II Memorial and find Indiana? Did you go No. Did you go to see my, Jefferson? My time was just so limited. It was like boom boom boom. The few pictures I got were just yeah. Very limited. Yeah, uh, the last time that I was in Washington DC, I went with um, Did you say it like you're Wayne from Wayne County make him comfortable? The last time he was in Washington. The last Washington. time I was in Washington. There we go. Thank DC. you. Yeah. Glad to make you comfortable. Yeah. Anything for a guest. Yeah. Uh, I was with our mutual friend, I believe, uh, Sam Stone from Richmond, Indiana. I know him. Yeah, I know you know him because I've seen you comment back and forth on Facebook. Yeah, but many you can't times. use Facebook to judge who. I who? have like 3,500 Facebook friends or something. What? Yeah. How do you have that many friends? I'm popular. Wow. Yeah. He's run for office before. Yeah. <laughs> He's a real man. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, no, but, well, we almost got kicked out of uh, Mount Vernon. Uh, Why? Because flash photography, tripods. N- nope, not for none of that. Did you dig around uh, Washington's tomb? No, because we we um, we hopped hat? the little barrier into the slave quarters. And uh, did you like laid in the bed? The women's side. You laid in the bed in the what? slave quarters. <laughs> Why did you do this? Uh, it was it was kind of like a. Uh, I bet we were you just won't. curious. It I was bet like, you won't. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It wasn't even that. It was just like pure curiosity. Just do you wanted to? It was like, it was like, look at that. That looks horrible. It looks like a horrible bed. Chris Gus, Sam's like, let's you, see what it feels like. You're yeah. an American hero. Okay, been to DC. I've and never so what been. Did, You've never. Oh wait, been. this might not have been Sam. This whole story may have been false. <laughs> it was with uh, <laughs> it was with Aaron Benson, another friend I had in high school. You, yep. uh, you're not very trustworthy <laughs> anymore, Dakota. We can't we can't believe a damn thing you I said. Got, I got it right that time. Sam is completely innocent in Mount Vernon, and he is totally welcome Sam back, I'm noth- sure. Sam had nothing to do with that crime. No. Uh, all right. We're talking about Washington. We're talking about the federal government. Did anybody other than me turn on MSNBC last night and watch the debates? I did. I uh, tried listening to audio only. Very confusing with how many people there were. You couldn't yeah. tell the 20 voices apart? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's like it was twenty there, voices, but then they had like seven moderators too. Yeah, there was twenty people on there, stage. At well, the there's time. ten. Uh, there's ten tonight, and there's ten last you. night. It was super confusing. Uh, whenever I was trying to listen to it audio only this morning, so then I went to our friend uh, Bash Crider's barbecue place, got some tacos. They had late night tacos, uh, midday tacos. They I got lunch. Oh, this is today. Eleven. Yeah. Yes, and I he sent some pictures and they look really uh, good. Yeah, I went there for lunch and then I uh, sat down the the good old air conditioning and watched knows, watched some of the debate. I wonder if Bash knows he could get some beef down at the LNK Produce Farm that opens up tomorrow, or if he Probably. can get fresh chicken from Farmer Brad. Now, you know what? He can rent his own chickens and raise them right there in that parking lot. As long as he uses the right waterer. That's For all true. I care. So there were uh, there were 10 candidates on the stage last night. I uh, I watched it and I started live. It wasn't a tweet because I, I used the Facebook platform because that's where I feel like I have more You're followers. And, uh, <laughs> and it was what I have. Uh, <laughs> I thought the colors were pretty. <laughs> I did enjoy your colors. That's the only way I found out there was a debate was I saw your, your post. Uh, so I was, I was, most people enjoyed them. Some people I was, hated them. I was posting. I, I found a third cousin that uh, I haven't heard from in years that was very angry at me this morning. Mm-hmm. And finally she came back and apologized and walked back her, uh, her, her criticism. I saw that. I saw bit. that criticism. I thought Ooh, it was hilarious. I need I to check it was funny. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, Dakota, this. you can, you could pull it up so that I don't, uh, so that I don't get blamed for everything that, uh, everything that happened. Well, you know, it was just, uh, she was upset because she, she was, was like, she was like, listen, Jeremiah, 
You're making fun of these people, and some of us are relying on this debate to find out who to vote for, and you're being a jerk and a snob because, you know what? They're Democrats, and you're a libertarian. It was basically one of those. Well, my question, my question is, is if you're just relying on a 120 minutes with 10 people on the stage, minus your 20 minutes for commercials to pick your presidential candidate, you're... You're a loser. <laughs> <laughs> loser. Well, this is the biggest loser ever. <laughs> no. I mean, you should research who you're going to. I will say, though, I watched the debate. Um, thank you, Jeremiah, for the YouTube TV. <laughs> you're very welcome, my friend. <laughs> um, so I watched it, and I think I knew three of the, the candidates up there. And if you, and if you noticed, Beto, uh, Cory Booker, and Elizabeth Warren really got the FaceTime. They always seem to go back to those three. Yeah. I, I well, you know, they... the And it uh, seems like everybody else was fighting for attention. Well, you know, there's 10 people up on that stage. Well, I know. So I the know. list uh, the a, list of candidates on there was uh, Julian Castro, who's the... Uh, he was the former mayor of uh, of San Antonio, and I think he was uh, he was some sort of cabinet cabinet level position. Yeah, uh, housing housing secretary, uh, probably under Obama. Uh, Elizabeth Warren was uh, was on there. She's uh, the senator. Bill De Blasio. Uh, I'm not even sure he's ever been a Democrat. He's kind of like Bernie Sanders, but he's the mayor of New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beto O'Rourke, who's a former congressman, who Robert. Ran... It's it's Robert O'Rourke. Roberto. <laughs> Roberto. Yes. He's uh, he's a former congressman who yeah, uh, he goes by Beto so that he can try to get more Latino votes. I'm that's, Beto. That's the only reason he goes by it. He, he, he lost in the uh, the most recent uh, Senate race. Uh, Amy Klobuchar from uh, Minnesota was on the on the stage. She's a uh, senator. Uh, Tim Ryan, who I thought was interesting, he was uh, blinking, people, sputtering, mm-hmm. licking his lips. People said he didn't do that well, but he was the he was he's a congressman from Youngstown, Ohio, and I think he was the, actually the one guy that spoke to the blue collar auto worker uh, in the Great Lakes that can kind of compete with with the Trump voters. John Delaney was on there, who I legitimately have never heard of before in my life, but he's yeah. a congressman from uh, from uh, Maryland. Hmm. Cory Booker was out there, the uh, the senator. He was a former mayor, and he's been a senator. Tulsi Gabbard was on uh, was on the stage. The congresswoman who we'll uh, we'll talk about. She's from Hawaii. Tulsi's awesome. Uh, and then uh, uh, Governor Jay Inslee was uh, was also on the stage. Um, Governor of it, what? I've never heard of this. Washington. <laughs> Governor of Washington. Uh, nothing. Uh, yeah. So those were the uh, those were the Washington. ten last night. There's another. Uh, Washington. There's God another damn. one coming up as we record this in about an hour. So. Uh, uh, sucks to be them. They won't. Uh, they won't get the boss hog. They bump. won't be able to watch us. But yeah. uh, we uh, we know that some of the front runners, Pete Buttigieg of Indiana, is going to be there. Uh, former Vice President Joe Biden will be there, and uh, no, hold on. Bernie De- Sanders will be on Dakota's the stage. boy, Andrew Yang, Andrew Yang, 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 and the Yang Gang will be Yang uh, Yang will be on the stage. Mm-hmm. So uh, got a number of number more that are coming up uh, coming off this. I'm so excited to see Yang. Up there, just mopping the floor with Joe Biden, creepy Uncle Joe. So, so what what you were talking about, or one of the things you picked up on, mm-hmm. is your takeaway uh, after last night's uh, two hour long uh, program, which, by the way, had a massive sound problem. Uh, they actually of, contacted me today because uh, MSNBC Chris, are losers in fake news, is what I heard. <laughs> That's what boring. I heard. I heard someone say that on Twitter. 
Don't know who it was. Surely not the leader of the free world. <laughs> Producer Chris, they left everybody's mics open. The control room was open. Uh, they, they, they went through, like, NBC decided they were going to put every damn person on the payroll, on the MSNBC payroll, on the show. I heard So they had, like four, they had, like, four people hosting or three people hosting. The first, like, they had three people hosting and then somebody wandering around the crowd as well. So Ooh, the, like Donahue. Yeah, like Phil Donahue nice. back in the day or Sally Jeff, yeah. Jesse Raphael. <laughs> they had like these four people working the first hour. And then for no particular reason, instead of having one moderator that kept the show online, it was like, hey, the actual stars are the host of the show, not the uh, not the not the guests. And they changed uh, from the first three to then they had uh, the chick that looks like Jeff Vibbert. And uh, yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> looks like Jeff Vibbert. <laughs> and and uh and uh, the the dude that hosts uh, Meet the Press, but not Tim uh, Tim Russert because he's been gone for a while. He died twelve years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so the new host of Meet the Press, uh, those those two hosts that hosted is. that. And when they took the chairs, uh, all of the mics for the previous fourteen hosts that have been on the show were still open, plus the control control room. So once you heard that, oh my god, it's gone terribly wrong, and they were yelling at each other that it was happening. Those mics were also open. Great, and the mics that were on the crowd for the crowd reaction were open. So. Chuck Todd, <laughs> the replacement dude of, uh, of of Tim Russert, is there trying to ask a question of uh, of Elizabeth Warren about a school shooting, and instead nobody can hear a damn thing, and they try like two or three times, and then it just turns into more screaming from the control room about how they need to fix this, and Chuck's yelling back at them saying, uh, "We have a huge problem, and nobody can hear me, but everybody can hear you." And then uh, this is and great. Then they, I need they, to look this and up. And then they cut to commercial. Yeah. Oh, this is beautiful. Yep. It was a total train wreck. They really do need to find Chris Guffey and, and hire him away from us. It's true. I will. Uh, I'll never watch MSNBC again. No, that's fine. No, I agree. no. Completely fine. And boring. Hashtag ball talk of liberty every day. Every day. So, yeah, that what that happened. Uh, and then they, you know, they like oh, my takeaways, like I, I posted and Dakota, you can go through these and, and, and read them in my voice for me. That will be uh, that'll be great content. Ooh. But mm. uh, I, I basically went through and as, as I was seeing I stuff happen, you can you can go to my page. You don't have I a voice. We, for, I, I don't we, have a voice for Jeremiah. You don't have a Jer voice. Hold on, let's see what I he got. has. Be, he doesn't have a distinct voice. Mm. So it's just really I've got the voice of an angel. You've got a very average voice, and I feel like I I just couldn't be able to duplicate that. If you had something weird going on, then I would be able to do it. All right, let's see. I'm I'm scrolling back. When not in power, Democrats care about congressional approval for war. Check back when they are at the White House. Because they were all of a sudden one of these dudes that we don't know about was like, oh, they're bombing people, and it's wrong. And I'm like, what the hell, people? When you get the question that says you have to... What have you done for XYZ community? Reject the premise. Individuals matter, not groups. Oh, you're going you're going the other He's way. He's going inverse order. Oh. Mm-hmm. Someone said gold standard. Sadly, it wasn't about monetary policy. It was about climate change. We got a couple of sad reacts to yeah. that. Yeah, they were. Look at the sad reacts. Corey Booker is does have credibility on criminal justice. He is, he is credible. He does have credibility. <laughs> It was does. his first issue in the Senate. Worked with Rand Paul. Mm. Booker is all in on licensing rights. And then this one was my favorite, actually. Warren's answers tonight. Research. Research. And uh, spend more on research. 
Literally, like she got two big questions, and it was, uh, "We need to research. We need to research this thing, and then and then give all the research away for free." But you have to open up businesses in the United States, and then the next thing and was, then, "We need uh, to research something." Then, of course, and that was the one that got the angry angry comments from the uh, from the. Oh, family. there we it go. Was. Oh, yes, yeah. it was. Um, How do you? Know, it was uh, Elizabeth Wollstone Wolston Home Wollstone Home yeah, yeah. Wollstone Home. That's a cousin. Eh? That's very a cousin. distant. Yes. Uh, very distant. We, and then you said Tulsi recognized that we were only making things worse by attacking Iran, and you did like the little praise hands, like Woo. yeah. I had to spend a lot of time finding the praise hands. <laughs> I was, that was very complicated. I'm going to give her a heart react just so she feels. <laughs> <laughs> I I also but I will give you a astonished reaction. So there you go. I think it's called the wow. <gasps> is that what it is? Not <gasps> astonished. Yeah, I think that's the wow react, Mark. Uh, but anyway, I agree with you. Tulsi did a really good job. Tulsi's one of my favorites. I listened to uh, her interview on the Joe Rogan Experience. Now, she did, like, her very first opening statement, the first time she got to talk, she was like, we need to stop dropping bombs. We've been in perpetual war. We need yeah. to stop doing this, stop doing this, stop doing this. And I'm like, yes, 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 yes. And then it was, and then all the money we're wasting on this, we need to spend on other shit. Here's, here's my thing. Here's my theory. The Democrat Party has has got has found itself in a place where if you are not offering the very progressive uh, free packages, the New Deal of the 21st century, then you just don't stand a chance. And I think that people like Tulsi Gabbard, um, for instance, she's up there and she's talking about running for president. And I think that her main focus and the reason that she wants to run for president is because she is tired of the foreign intervention and she knows that if she doesn't mention anything about uh, like free health care, free education, then she's never going to get on the debate stage. She's never going to stand a fighting chance. I think the same thing about Yang. I think that uh, I, you think, you think he actually doesn't believe any of that, but he's placating them so that he can play the game. I think that I, I do think that they believe into it to some extent. Um, but I, one of the things that I like about both of those people, uh, Andrew Yang and Tulsi Gabbard, I, be, I believe, and I could be totally dead wrong, but I think that they are way more open-minded on those issues um, than any of the other people that uh, are up there on the debate stage and just say, you get college paid for, you get college paid for, and they're, they have an Oprah, Win, Oprah Winfrey platform. But I think that that's one of the important things that we need to think about when we are trying to select our candidates for president is how well they are going to listen to people that are advising them. Of those that were on the stage last night, Tulsi is the one that connected with me the most. Yes, uh, me too. Cory Booker did notice that we have more people in, the, in prison for nonviolent stuff he, than anybody uh, else in the world, yeah. and that was big. Um I'm probably not voting for Cory Booker. No, and I don't um, think he'll be on the stage. Uh, Beto O'Rourke, uh, he spoke in Spanish, and that re- Spanish, and that really connected with me. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's just like Jared said. You had like you had to know the answers in Spanish before you got them. Yep. Before before the question came. Uh, that's what How they're going to be that? doing tonight. Hola, cómo estás? <laughs> Me llamo Cristofa. That's Beto, all I got, man. Beto is such a weird character, and I think that he. I think that he and Elizabeth Warren are very similar in the fact that they are going to, I think that they are both going to try to run these campaigns where they are feel good campaigns and they're going to give you politician answers 
And I think Bernie Sanders even is this way to an extent, even though um, a lot of people have a lot of trust in him. But I think that they they are basically the high school running for student body president that is promising you nacho cheese fountains in the cafeteria. They don't mean it. They well, just now, want. Wait a minute. They just we want are the talking nacho cheese fountains here. It's <laughs> a big deal. That's a, well, I just want even if they it. aren't being serious. I mean, they're the they brought it up, right? There's a chance. I, I keep myself willfully ignorant of all of this because I just it, it's too much to keep up on. But I I do want um, to get rid of all the old people. I just don't. You, know? you fully support that. <laughs> it's very depressing to see old people. You know, so, we've so had an old look, president now. Let's just get vote, rid of the old people. Do you vote for the youngest person on the ballot? Is basically what you do. Whoever, <clears throat> whoever is not ninety, you just vote for them. Um, well, I haven't voted in a long time. It just got too hard. You know. Hmm. Do you need yeah. us to pick you up at the door? You're, uh, you're this, one of those. You're just like Chase Payton. Yeah. Well, I voted. You're what, a loser. Last Chase time. totally. Loser. Chase totally meant to vote, but he forgot to. I, I did well. I, thing is there's too many people they'll root out probably any of the ones that we like bradley anyway, wood said so that they uh who cares <laughs> this is really funny uh bradley wood said that they should have the guy from mad money on and uh he should be the one that's moderating the debate that is jim kramer um that would oh, be hilarious yeah. who, who, that would have been you, so great you may recognize from Arrested development and you know uh, one, one thing about uh mr jim kramer is he's a fellow elk member Yes, really? very prominent yes. elk member. Yeah, yes. I did not know that. Uh, yeah. Probably the third most prominent elk member after Dakota and myself. That's why if you go into the Elks Club on a Wednesday night, they always have Mad Money playing at the mad, bar. When you said Mad Money, the first person that came to my mind was Matthew Lesko. You remember because Matthew of the Lesko? Movie. Because of the movie, right? No, Matthew Lesko was like this infomercial he's, dude. Yeah, uh-huh. he's the guy with the question marks on. Free yeah. money? Free. Yeah, yeah. remember that? <laughs> up on the stairs yeah. in his green question mark yeah. shirt. Yeah. I Mark like. And I, I have Mark a very. A childhood. I have a really vague memory of somewhere in, uh, in my life it's seeing like, that. Yeah, the guy with the. It's if you stayed up in the like nineties past like two a.m. and you watched Channel Twenty Three. Maybe something. that yeah. was my first memory. It is Matthew Esco <laughs> was your first memory. <laughs> what a life you've had. Yeah. So. Uh, is Tulsi- Phil Donahue, is he still alive? Oh, man. Do we Why a- don't they get him to do one of those damn debates? Can we get a, I like can we get a price check on uh, Aiden Pagoda, Aiden Pagoda Phil, and Phil I think, Donahue? I think he might still be alive. Because remember, he would wander through the audience, and then he would throw in the occasional question. Now, now I would watch one of these debates if Phil Donahue... He is alive. Wait, a, if, yeah. if I had to say Phil Donahue, pick his age, how old would Phil Donahue be should he still be alive? Which he is. 82. Between eighty one and eighty three, what the? <laughs> <laughs> How'd Phil you Donahue, do that? Phil Donahue was eighty three years old. Really nice. Good for him. I'm impressed. That was that was, <laughs> that was laser so specific. <laughs> like I, Phil Donahue has not been in the national I, consciousness in twenty two years. Well, you I mean, almost said very specifically. You almost said eighty three, and then you were like eighty. Between eighty one and eighty three, I was thinking that he retired probably in ninety six, and then I was thinking he was because I remember he wasn't that old when the ship, but he did have the gray hair. So yeah, eighty three seemed about right in two thousand in nineteen ninety six. Would have put he him just about rain man sixty. This is this is you the did, most yeah, impressive yeah, yeah. thing I've so. ever seen in the history of the world. Uh, now and he gives us nineteen ninety six. How, how strong do you feel about ninety six as being the end of the Donnie? I want to say he was sixty eight to ninety six. Although on the network, probably eighty four to ninety six. I think huh? he was just. Did he just rain man this? Yeah, he did. Phil De- Phil Donahue joined, uh, started his show at WHIO Channel Seven in Dayton, nineteen sixty seven. 
uh, See, I was off. He went, uh, th- that went through 1974 in Dayton. In it, Chicago. Then, it then went to Chicago from 74 to 85. Ooh, I'm off by one year each time. And then New York City from 85 to yeah, did I get that 1996. One? Boom. I am, I've never been more impressed in my entire life. Yeah. That is. That's awesome knowledge. That is truly ridiculous. Is there anybody else that we should know about that you have like this, um, like it, Sally Jesse Raphael is the other one that I think of from my childhood of the daytime TV crap that would have been happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you have do you have similar uh, similar knowledge of her? How old is she? <sighs> How old is she? Uh, yeah, I'm not. Women are harder her. because yeah, there's been work done from time to I time. I mean, I want to say probably around the same uh, same area as Phil Donahue, seventy nine to eighty four. I'm going to make it a little wider, and I want to say that her show was on till maybe two thousand ish. But I, I probably am wrong on all those accounts. Uh, Sally Jeffsey Raphael mm-hmm. is uh, 84 years old. Ooh. Wow. Very nice. This yeah. is yeah. This is truly impressive. Um, by the way, this is not what we planned. Uh, mm-hmm. Her program uh-huh. went off the air in 2002. Ooh. That's close. You missed it by two I'll, years. I'll give that it is me. not bad. That's I'll the end of your high school the, career. Would you watch the debate? It, it, Phil Donahue. If you, from what little I remember of his show, I don't think, I mean, he had a liberal bias, but not, not too bad. I mean, he was a little liberal bent, but I mean, I think he'd still be a fair interviewer in these questions. He had a lot of pretty hardcore right wingers on, was very fair with them. And, uh, I think he'd kind of, if he moderated every debate, every debate is, if he's still, I don't know if Phil Donahue still has his, does he have his faculties? Him. If he doesn't, all the better. Who else? Bob Barker? Ricky Lake. If any, if any, we got, we got, ooh, Ricky, Lake, Ricky Lake might be too current for you. Bob Barker was born in 1923. Are you kidding me right now? No, he, no, you can't do that. Bob Barker, you think is born in 1923. So how old does that make Bob Barker? Uh, Bob Barker would be uh, probably uh, either 95 or 96. The, the shit eating grin on Dakota <laughs> Davis's face right now. <laughs> he was born on December 12th, 1923. <laughs> how do you know this? <laughs> and he would he would be another uh, good one for. Uh, do you play a lot of bar movie. trivia? Just, it's it just would be there. narrow. I think he would be narrow very, bar trivia. Let's send Mark on Jeopardy. Good at it. Mark Brim has Indy Five Hundred quality knowledge that I have, but it's for seventies and eighties talk show hosts. Yep, yep. So Ricky Lake, I think, is too current for you. She's Ricky been off Lake. the air for quite some time. Do you even know who Ricky Lake is? Mm, it's not really there. Yeah, no. see, I didn't think so. It's she's considerably younger, though, she's, right? Than, she's only 50. Oh, wow. Very yeah. young. Yeah. Um, of course, the other the other one that you would probably know is the guy that was the mayor of Cincinnati. Oh, Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer. Yeah. Do you have any, any read on him? <sighs> he was either born in probably early 40s, 42, 44-ish. Pick one. 42. 44. Damn. <laughs> This is still the fact impressive. that he's this close. Yeah, he's two years just, off. What, there was were there rumors of him running for no no rumors of him running for governor of Ohio. Probably yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was he was the mayor of Cincinnati back yeah. in the day in the seventies I believe. He really yeah. was. You didn't know that? No, I had no. Yeah, idea. He, he resigned. Didn't didn't he pay a hooker with a check? So he resigned. <laughs> is that wrong? <laughs> he resigned. If, if somebody had told me that was <laughs> I wrong, know, I would I, yeah. I wouldn't have done that. But they didn't uh, they didn't tell me. How much should he pay the hooker? I mean. Can I say hooker these days? Is that I think thing? so. Prostitute? Prostitute. A lady of Sex the night. worker, I, I believe Sex is worker. the correct term. Uh, he paid her with, I think he resigned from something because he paid, he, yeah, he, he paid a prostitute with a check, I think. He resigned in 1974 after hiring, uh, admitting to hiring a prostitute. Well, I mean, our president. He got caught the same way that uh, 
Our president hired that, a porn that, star while his wife was pregnant. He got so hired, he got caught. It's the really same not way, that big of a scandal. The same way that Bob Kraft did. Uh, <laughs> uh, Chuck Springer had written with a uh, pin to the wall of their office of the uh, Fort Wright Kentucky Massage Parlor. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't cash it; they just pinned it to the wall. And uh, the memo said, "For services rendered." <laughs> <laughs> At least they didn't try to accuse him of sex trafficking like they did with poor Robert Kraft. Yes. So back to back to the presidential debates. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail you there. It was just I'm I'm still shocked and amazed that you knew the year of birth for Bob Barker (laughs) is impressive. Guffy, do you know what Bob Barker's catchphrase is? Was Mm, I know he's on the presses, right? Oh, Come on down. You're the next contestant. No, that's no. Rod Roddy. That's Roddy. Yeah. Poor bastard died of breast cancer. Dang mm-hmm. No, you remember, you don't remember his sign off? It's about your dogs and cats. Oh, spayed and neutered. Have your pet spayed and neutered. All right. Hold okay. on. Yeah. On that, that's when you knew you were good. On your sick days from school or when you were pretending to be sick, when the prices right came. I never did that. I was very honest. Well, I was homeschooled. We never had the option. Yeah, well. Anyways, <laughs> for us delinquents, when the Price is Right came on the TV, you were good to go. Yeah. You weren't going to school. You watched The Price is Right, and then right after it would be Let's Make a Deal. And you were like, let's make a deal. What a ripoff. Sleep is what happened then. <laughs> okay. The Price is Wrong, Bob. <laughs> uh, by the way and then and then you can get back and then back to you the uh there's a great documentary on netflix about this guy who who total rain man about the price is right have you seen this one no he oh yes about yes. the price is right and and knew the price of everything and attended the studio audience like hundreds of times and wound up totally like breaking the show at one point uh, got, because of he, got every single price right yeah. down to the very cent. When he was on, he actually he bombed out right before, uh, during the wheel. But then at another, he went years later and was giving indications to someone else, and they went straight through, even guessed the showcase showdown right to the exact penny. And uh, it was the first time the show was ever in this kind of jeopardy, and, and it was amazing. What amazing documentary? Was what era was this? This documentary? No, what? Yeah, when did this happen? Like eighties? This 70s, happened seventies through yeah. the Drew Carey era, because this guy My was God, like that. He did it that long. He charted. Yeah. He has computer program. He designed himself and charted every. Like this guy is meticulous about the Price Is Right. Really, Files, every episode really can tell you who, like, like the dates of things. Actual Rain Man. Yeah, yeah. Our uh, there was an English teacher in at Newcastle that was on the Price Is Right. Really? Yeah, just for a brief blip. Yeah, probably. Like Goggin? Like, while the, I think it was Goggin? Like, you mean like a brief blip like as the camera was panning <laughs> no, the no, audience? No, she guessed a price. Look, that's me. She guessed the price. <laughs> I was but right it, there. Pause it. <laughs> it was, but it was, like the last, it was like the last time. Like That's me at the Indy 500. Before you the can end. see our tent right there. As the cars are driving by at 240 miles an hour. Uh, so, okay. Back to the presidential So debate. if you had to pick a winner last night, then you're saying Tulsi Gabbard. How do so, uh, first of all we need to determine what what makes the winner of of the debate? You get is it, the is winner, it based on who their appeal platform? to your sensibilities? Okay, as, so uh, it's based on our opinions. Free thinking, moderate, whatever you want to call yourself. You, you go first, Mark, since you're the guest. I didn't watch anything. He has no clue. <laughs> I have no clue. He has okay, no I, I have literally no idea. Thank uh, you for your valuable yeah. input, Phil, Phil Donahue. <laughs> is my bet. 
Chris Guffey. Mm, really, uh, I liked what Tulsi said about the war, but honestly, none of them really impressed me. I was, I wasn't, and every, and I know this is terrible, but every time Cory Booker came on, like they showed his face, I couldn't listen to what he was saying because his lazy eye. <laughs> I, wow. I, I I understand. It's you went ter- there, huh? It, 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 wow. It, it is terrible, but even, I could not. Even I, Brim wouldn't do that. I could not pay attention. Good night, Seattle. <laughs> we out. So as as I watched it, um, Tulsi Gabbard spoke the best to me. I mm-hmm. there there are issues I connect, and I I tried to explain it to folks that were uh, that were challenging me last night. That I'm bound to. Uh, agree with about 30% of what the Democrats say, 30 to 40%. Not sure they believe everything they say, but about 30% of the time, the Democrats are going to align with me, if not more. Um, same thing happens with the Republicans. That's why generally for my political leanings, uh, going back and forth kind of helps because the Republicans give you tax cuts and you know the Democrats give you equality. Uh, when when they actually start talking, talking like we're not going to start bomb, start bombing Iran and uh, wage endless wars, uh, forever, then that's a big deal. When Tulsi Gabbard said Afghanistan didn't bomb us on nine eleven, that was a big mm-hmm. deal, right? It was it yep. was the Taliban. It wasn't nine eleven. Uh, she was challenging Tim Ryan and kind of took him to school. Al Qaeda. Okay. Yes. 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 I'm sorry. Uh, she was she was very strong with that one. Um, the other person that I thought had a, a moment that was very appealing to the Trump voter uh, that's in our area is Tim Ryan. Yes, I agree. When when he was talking about, hey, we've had a problem in the auto industry and the manufacturing industry for 40 years, he was talking right to the core Trump voter. I don't think he has any chance in hell of winning the Democratic nomination, but of the 10 people that were on the stage last night, I think he is the one guy that can connect to the guy from Youngstown, Ohio, the people he represents in Congress. He's the one guy that can connect to the guy from um, from. From, from Newcastle, from out from in Newcastle, from out from Appleton, Wisconsin, from Kokomo, from Kokomo, Indiana, from Flint, Michigan. He's the guy that understands what they're doing in manufacturing communities. At least he articulated the way they feel and what they think. So more of a good old boy Democrat. Yes. What happened yeah. to those? I He's remember the, when I was a kid, dog, those right? guys. Yeah, yeah. The blue, the, the, blue the Baron Hills, the yeah, mm-hmm. those, those folks. He's he's the single candidate on there that wasn't from and Amy Klobuchar is a little bit different because she's been in Washington a long time and she sounds more polished and she doesn't sound like the local. I called it the Great Lakes people, the Great Lakes demographic, mm-hmm. the Great Lakes mm-hmm. Rust Belt states. Everybody else was appealing to the the immigration issues in the South, so that the folks dealing with the Southern border or the East Coast, you know, the elites of um, Elizabeth Warren or the you know the west the west coast folks that you know Kamala Harris is going to be appealing to the Joe you know tonight the the guy that may have the same opportunity but he's going to be different is Pete Buttigieg mm-hmm. uh from Indiana who who speaks to people on a totally different level uh but he's the one that has the optimistic and the idealistic views that's very similar to what Obama had in 2008 yeah but do we think that Pete can uh mayor Pete can recover from the most recent gaffe of the police shooting in uh, South Bend. Story's not written on that one yet. That just happened. I, I think I don't think the narrative's defined. Oh man, there were people screaming at him during that press briefing of "You can't even run a city. How can you run our country?" It was uh, it was it was pretty 
He was due for a gaffe, though. He'll yeah, get past he it. This done. is his one thing. Yeah, yeah I don't well, think it's, it wasn't maybe, just, maybe it, he stole something from Woolworths just, as a kid, but I mean, it's not been just that gaffe, too. I mean, his uh, his husband's brother came forward and said, you know, uh, my brother tries to paint himself as this huge victim and say that he had such a horror life, a horrible life as a gay man, but uh, everyone in our family was totally accepting of him. So really? yeah, yeah, so that, was a, a few that was a things. Kind of a big deal too. We'll see. I think the narrative's still being decided, but I think I think tonight's debate's going to be big for uh, for Mayor Pete. Um, I really think that it's going to come down to my view. If I'm handicapping the Democrats so far, I think it's going to be. Can we take a bet? I mean, if you want to, sure. Uh, Biden. I'm throwing no money in. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. You have to. Nope. Yep. I'm broke. I think Biden. <laughs> I know you gave Biden, me quarters today. Buttigieg. <laughs> you gave me your laundry money. <laughs> what did you do? Did you? Did you? Did something happen terribly? Did somebody repossess a truck? No. What's, that well, you, I keep lost, quarters in there for hairs. the car wash, for the, the little <laughs> pressure washer car washes, and that's what I gave you. I, I sure. usually keep like five dollars in there for the sweepers and the. Not pressure anymore. Washer you don't. And, <laughs> don't have it. Biden, Sanders, and Buttigieg are the three that I think are the best. Have the best chance. I agree uh, on the Democratic side. I think those three uh, that you got the two old, old war horses from the past generation. And I think Pete Buttigieg is the one, uh, the one out there. Castro was really impressive last night. He said some stuff that was, uh, that, that struck me a little bit as well. Um, everybody, you know, had a moment here or there. Um, Delaney, I, I think I made a post about how they were asking about gun control and he would not shut up at all. He was talking at a turn, and I, I posted something about if you speak one more time, they're going to just shoot you with a paintball gun. Uh, Delaney was it was out of control. Dude, you barely made the stage. You have never heard of was just 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 going nuts. But but you, um, also, but you also have to remember there was ten people on stage, so they had to all try to. Uh, and that's yeah. that's the thing that I, I don't like about the debate is that some of these questions that they're asking uh, require a lot of nuance, a lot of thinking, and you get thirty um, seconds. I mean, yeah. A yeah. few seconds to You're answer get 90 this, seconds this question. Three to four times. Uh, yeah, a, a question that that it could take ninety days for someone to really think over, stew over, and figure out their correct position on this, and then they just you get a few seconds, and uh, that's what you give to the world. That's a that's a really horrible format to uh, decide who you're going to vote on. Uh, it's weird. So, Guffy, you got uh, you got thoughts on uh, who who you thought won and who's already, potentially the best? Uh, who, who you're, who, who's going to come out the other side of this thing? Yeah, that's what I was looking at. I mean, you took the top three, obviously. Biden's going to appeal more to the moderate Democrats. Sanders is going to... None of these three were on the stage last night, by no, the way. The no. three we picked. Yeah, and that's what's going to be crazy is all three. Tonight's the night of the heavy hitters, honestly. You could have you could have honestly skipped last night and you would have been fine. Um, you would have. You could have skipped last night. And you would have been fine. I think Elizabeth Warren. Last will night make it was far. a tremendous waste of time. Yeah, none of none of I them think, boring. I think, I think Elizabeth Warren will make it far. I don't think she will. Uh, hmm. I don't. I don't think she will. Um, obviously, Biden's going to be more with the moderates. Sanders is going to be with the young generation and the socialists. Uh, Pete. Pete's also going to be with the younger generation, more open. Obviously. Um, I'm interested to see how Yang, many Pete does. I, th- I think I think Yang, if he could just get some more publicity and if he could just narrow down a, to a few things instead of having an opinion on everything. That's kind of his and, issue, right? Yeah, Is and, that he he appeals to the people that are like that are really heavy on policy 
mm-hmm. and want an opinion on everything, but he has none of the emotional appeal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's that is another problem with these Democrat debates is that every single person that's on the stage is trying to appeal to the emotions of the voter that's in the crowd. Yeah, well, it's like it's like Jer said. Was it Castro? That you compared to Clinton about he knew Castro, yeah, Bill Clinton knew Bill Clinton was very good in the nineties at at when he was giving a State of the Union or he was doing a town hall, he would find that lady in the second row and make her an example of how she was suffering because of the policy of the Republicans. Castro did a great job of making it personal last night. Didn't matter what the policy was or what he was talking about, he had the Clintonian Clintonian ability to connect with people. All right. So you have to narrow down. You can't take Take all three of the top power hitters. <clears throat> Narrow down to two. You think he's going to win it? I'll give you two. Give me, you're going to give me two? You pick one, I pick one, you me, pick one. Give me uh, Buttigieg. You want, you want Mayor Pete? Yep. Man. Uh, I'm going to take Biden. Yeah, that was the other one I was going to take. You're going to take Sanders then? Um, oh, let me pick a dark horse. Ooh. Uh-huh. Oh, you want the under? You want let, the me, let me take an, an underdog, underdog here. Who you want? Let me... Uh, this won't come home. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But give me Tim Ryan for connecting with the Upper Midwest. Oh, <coughs> it won't come home. He's not. Okay. He's not the next president. But yeah. but he does connect with the Upper Midwest in a way that I don't think the Democrats realize they need to right now. And you got Tim Ryan, huh? So does that mean I got to take a dark horse? Yeah. Come on, take Tulsi before Dakota gets him. Gets her. Dakota's not betting. Not right now. He's scared of. There's it. no money on the line here. We're just talking. He spent all his quarters. We're spitballing <laughs> amongst friends. Um. Let me look. <laughs> so while he's looking, what I want is, and would you say this is Sanders? I want because uh, the pendulum sway, swung really far in the other direction after Obama. We got Trump, this shit show, and all of its entertainment. Now I want the pendulum to go all the way to the other crazy. That's Sanders. And I want, is that Sanders? Yeah. Great. Let's do it. No. Let's do Sanders it. is not the other crazy. Yes. Sanders, Sanders is I not want, the most extreme. I no, not. Who's not. the most extreme? Bill de Blasio. Okay, there we go. Let's go with him. I'm not betting that he won it. I just mean I just want him to go straight to the White House. Right? He did now. have very Trump. Let's do it. Trump esque last night. He was very Trump esque. Esque. I guess. I just want. I right. want the other former crazy for a few, uh, just to see what that's like to do a total 180. Uh, but I also want to see how entertainers handle that. If you guys are watching on the uh, the Facebook Live or you're uh, you're watching, what who's the who's the farthest left you can get? Who do you think is absolutely to the far left this this deal left? Jeremiah at BossHogLiberty dot com. I. Or post it in the chat. I think that uh, you're right. I think it's de Blasio. De Blasio. Because I, I was tempted to say Sanders just because that's who they painted it as last time. But that that's what I want. I mean, Sanders, Sanders moved is the out needle. there. Yeah. Sanders moved the needle so far to the left in the last mm-hmm. cycle that now the only person that's even trying to be remotely conservative, or not conservative, moderate, is actually Beto O'Rourke. Wow. Beto's the one guy last night that was like, yeah, we should, we should still have it a crime to cross the border illegally. Hey, would right? you consider yeah, like Castro? Castro was saying we need to just say the hell with it, and it's not a crime to cross cross without permission. And he was calling on every other candidate in the race to do that. And Beto said no because that's that's very complicated, and there's a lot of problems with that. Interesting. Interesting. All right, Interesting. I got mine. Yeah, I got yours? My, my dark horse is Mike Gravel. Mike Gravel. Gravel. Mike, Mike Gravel has uh, run for president. I've never uh, even heard that name. He's. I think he actually was a libertarian for 10 he, he minutes. Does, yeah, Democratic mm-hmm. and libertarian candidate for president in 2008. Yeah. Huh. He's 89. That's why I went with him. I, I know none of really? his policies. I'm going for the 89-year-old. Let's do it. He's is he from Alaska? With, uh, he is. Yeah. Man, I, I'm, I'm like... 
You I'm like Mark Bringer, Bob Barker yeah. knowledge. So I got yeah. Biden and Gravel or whatever. And you got you're picking a guy that was born in 1927. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I'm going. I'm, I'm go- guessing he was born in 1930, but this is just he can he can he, fully he remember World War II. Listen, I got a plan. Will he live four more years? We're going to find out together. <laughs> no, this is the plan. He's going to become president. Unfortunately, Father Time will take place. Andrew Yang will be his vice president. Andrew Yang will slide up into the presidency. Calling it now. Hmm. Could you imagine? Nope. I can't either. But it'd be if I my, call that. My I'm, winner I'm for last night's the- debate was Tulsi Gabbard. I think that she's the best. Uh, the best one that was up there. I think she because I think with that, you, but I don't think she's going to connect with the Democrat primary voter. I agree. She's the Republican. She's the Ron Paul the Republicans had twelve years ago. Yeah, I agree. I think that, but I think that uh, she's, I think that she's one that is actually going to listen to people. And I, I don't think that she's a, the standard politician. I don't think that she's up there um, telling you what you want to hear unless it's something that uh, absolutely she has to depend on for survival uh, in, in this race, which I think is uh, pretty much a lot of things. You are in the listening Democratic to primary. the Boss Hawk of Liberty podcast on the We Are Libertarians Network. We are presented today by FarmerBrad.com slash Boss Hog of Liberty. Uh, they have a very premium chicken waterer <laughs> available. Uh, if you uh, go onto their website and use promo code Boss Hog, you're going to get a discount that no, nobody uh, else has available. FarmerBrad.com slash Boss Hog. These yes. deals are crazy. It is. It's a, yeah. You, it is the chicken waterer you've always wanted and you never knew you needed. It's a normally normally $60. He's giving it to boss hog listeners at farmerbrad.com slash boss hog for $57. And he's going to give us $5 if you buy them. So not only are you helping out your baby chickens, not only are you helping out farmer Brad, but you're also helping out your favorite podcast in East central Indiana. And if chickens aren't available in your area now, just know this is a sign of protest for Mm -hmm. the freedom that's Mm -hmm. coming. If you send us a picture with your Farmer Brad Chicken Waterer, we will promote the hell out of it because it's a symbol of freedom. Speaking about Farmer Brad. Yes. Oh, check out his YouTube channel as well because he does uh, reviews on a lot of things. My favorite video is he does a review on a sheep uh, mating apron and he puts an anti-mating apron. Oh, and and he wears it. Yeah, and and he puts this on and displays this. Uh, anti-mating apron. Now I know I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, is, I'm, I'm aware. Fascinating stuff. I'm aware of the 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 apparatus that you would put on your ram that mm-hmm. has a piece uh-huh. of chalk on it, so that you know that the transaction has taken place. Yeah, if you get the little, this is so it the, doesn't take place. Let's right, not talk right. about if that. Let's the, get back to the heart the, of the issue. If you get the piece of chalk on the back, the of your heart of the view, issue you know is that is that Aaron Dickin is keeping the citizens of Newcastle from having chickens and therefore keeping money out of the pockets of farmer brad llc and yes. boss hog of liberty a downtown business he doesn't care about downtown businesses <laughs> he doesn't so farmer brad is uh is is in wayne county indiana and he's had some issues he's dangerously uh close to greens fork indiana oh he's uh he's he's the chicken farmer mm-hmm. and He's he's having trouble. He had to pay a big bribe to the county to uh, to yeah. to erect a high tunnel. 
Yes. Which is for growing, I assume he grows some sort of hemp and hemp products or something. He does. He does lots of illegal things. Lots of illegal things. Uh, It's the place to go to get it. (laughs) You can get an entire bale of Mary Jane in a bale. Like a, yeah. Uh, but only in the high tunnel, but the only high in times the tunnel. High tunnel. The high That's times why, tunnel. Uh, he already had this tunnel in place to grow uh, delicious produce, and uh, and he got a grant for this. And but then, yeah, they started nipping away at it. Was too close to this and that property. One thing after another, they've been uh, just get hounding his ass uh, for his pastured poultry because of these chicken water buckets uh, for doing manufacturing. Thank you manufacturing on site and he's got to get just a ton they're they're covering him with paperwork this is a guy who's selling pastured poultry some produce in a bucket to water chickens now last week Cade Coger told us that you could uh, you could live on 10 acres and and make a great living but it sounds like in Wayne County farmer Brad is really struggling with the thumb of big government mm-hmm. oh yeah oh yeah they are they are just just pinning him against the wall uh, with just one thing after another. And, and as you said, $200 is a lot of money for you. Farmer Brad's yeah. come up with a couple hundred bucks each time. Every time that, every, every time, time they turn around and decide he's got a new, a new ordinance he's violated. It's not that it's a problem. It's just that he hasn't paid the, the upfront fee yet. He hasn't have permission to use his land yet. Is that the way this has gone? I think he's using it. He gave us the rundown. Um, in a message, but I I didn't read it all. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't one, have a messenger the one, the on my phone, so I don't really had. know how to. You know the thing where where on messenger you can read them. I don't have messenger, so then I switch my phone to desktop mode. But then I have to enlarge it. It's too hard to keep up on. But what they've do, been holding what, his feet to the fire. What and this I is just a small do? operation. Brim, um, what do I have to do to put you in messenger today? To put me in messenger? Yeah, I just my phone doesn't doesn't download really any apps or anything. Huh? <laughs> How does that work? I don't. I don't have Wi-Fi, so I could really. And, and Ladies and I gentlemen, know, this is Mark's phone. It's also his wallet. Yep. It's Republic Wireless, twelve eighty-two a month for my uh, cell phone bill, and incredible. <clears throat> yeah. You say twelve eighty-two a month. Twelve eighty-two a month. Republic Wireless. You've piqued his interest. <laughs> yeah. But Farmer Brad, yeah, he, he wanted to put up. He wanted to acquire some land. And mm-hmm. uh, erect some billboards he on, lives near on the said land. Yeah. yeah, he lives near the interstate. Wanted um, to do that. I helped he, to try to yeah. get a supplement uh, his income mm-hmm. and be more um, uh, have an income that's more steady than relying on his chickens and uh, produce and his chicken waterers. And then this caused the government of Wayne County to start looking into the property that he already. Yeah. Owns, he was being totally on the up and up, sending mm-hmm. them like some overheads of his property, saying, "You never well, want to tell I, him what you're doing." If I if I did this, First what law, would be the repercussions of this? this? And on and on, and then he's on their radar, and they won't leave the guy alone. So now he's he's facing some uh, some some money that he has to pay to the to yep. the county government, correct? Yep. So just to keep doing what he knows how to do. Yep. And this so is a the, travesty and an outrage, and that's why no one wants to live in Wayne County anymore. That's why we're all moving to Henry County. Is that true? This is where it's at. Mm. Yeah. Can you move wow. to is Ward it? 3, Newcastle? <laughs> yes. All the voters. Can you imagine the commute you would have to Earlham College? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll make it for you. Brisket I would drive College. you there. You would drive me? Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Every day. That'd be great. Do you have any jobs for him at Earlham College? He maybe ja- could, he I don't take know. The trash or I've something. been gone for a long time. I don't know what's there. 
Hiring? Farmer Brad is commenting right now, and he said uh, they didn't have the ordinance online that he was uh, in violation of, so he had to pay $10 to get a paper copy of it. $10? <laughs> <laughs> and he put it on his Welcome website. And so he, he, he pays $10 to get the ordinance, and he puts it on his website, being good guy Brad. Yeah. And then they, they're like, oh, he put it on his website. It must not be too hard, so they put it on their website as well. Well, look at that. I've been very critical of Henry County government and the uh, the lack of transparency on their website and how slow they've been to get things up. I will give a shout out. Wayne County, their clerk has done a great job with election paperwork and putting it out there. But I was so impressed. If you guys go to the, well, I think it's Wells County, Indiana. Yeah, Wells County. Their county page for the commissioners is off the charts, transparent and well done. Every agenda that's coming up is posted. Every member of really? every board is listed. When their terms are, every name and email address is on there. I was, I was blown away at how well Wells County does. They are the model for local government. Why do counties fail at this so much? I don't know. I don't understand. Richmond, Indiana, Wayne County, the way, you can't find anything out. If you want to look up anything, if you want to look up a festival, it's not, there's no online presence for a lot of these towns. I don't understand it. It seems like an easy thing to do with it being 2019 and all. It is the current year. Yeah. I mean, this, the year that Phil Donahue the year is of our 83. Lord. Yeah. The year of our Lord, 2019. Yeah. 2019. Mm-hmm. AD. All right. Other local news, Dakota. The, uh, this is but anyway, said, this- we talked about Farmer Brad because he, he is sponsoring this episode. And like we said, he's in this uh, issue with the Wayne County government. And they are levying some some fines his way. He's had to pay for some things. Um, so really whenever we say we're helping, you're helping out farmer Brad, if you buy this chicken water and that's all he's asking, he, you're just, helping wants him. To, he just wants you to buy his chicken water and you're hydrating chickens. You're really, you're really doing him a solid. You're helping Brad fight it's, the government. It's $57, which, uh, is way less than the $200 ticket that Mark Brim got in Greens Fork. So For just the price of four chicken waters, Mark Brim yeah. could be free. I could be free. Yeah. <laughs> He could get cheese again. I'm driving through Greens Fork on the way home. Is it? Uh-oh. You can flip off cops now, right? Yeah, yeah that's they can. say that's Correct. okay. Russell, well, Russell Brooksbank uh, proved that. that okay. it's totally legal and it's fine. Okay. Freedom of speech, man. I want to say your first that amendment right. The officer that pulled me over was nothing but a gentleman. He was. A, he was except, a really nice. Except guy. for the ticket writing. Except for writing me a ticket that was totally unjustified. Otherwise, you know, you I think he was 17. So I'm really proud you of you. You know, little, you didn't do right, guy. I'm proud of you, little guy in your police car. We were talking about shaving earlier. You're saying this man's never shaved in his life. He doesn't have to do that sort of a thing. I uh, I don't believe it was, I was dark. I couldn't shave. Whenever I was they come 17. up to your passenger side now. They come up to your passenger side because it's safer. It was on. The well, highways. it's a very busy road. I have crank windows. Well, then I'm, <laughs> it's really, it's really hard. I had to do a little right. yoga just to get to the guy. And speaking of, of course, this, you had your seatbelt buckled. So then we had to unbuckle your seatbelt. And, then, well, and they, then by the time you lean over, I've he's seen like, these videos where cops, they shoot people nowadays. They shoot them all the time. <laughs> nowadays. So I said, so I, this has never happened before. So I said, I said, I need to come over there and roll my window down. And he was like, huh? Because he's never seen a crank window. He's, he's 20 <laughs> years old. This is not your green truck. This and is so a modern truck. My my white Chevrolet Silverado is a this 2007 is, work truck model. This is made in the 2000s. Right. And so, uh, huh? And I kind of went like, you know, made the motion of, and I think he finally got it. And then, then I then I crawled across the seat and rolled the window down so he could get me a $200 ticket. 
Well, if sorry. You, if, but you, I, if, but if, if you had been if you had an automatic window payable, opener, payable to the Hagerstown Town Court Tanning Salon Video hey, Rental and hey, Dale's Pizza. That's all in the Patreon. Let's not go there again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. got to pay the extra money to get the you full story. The, <laughs> but if you had, but been, the full story available there. If you had been a few miles to the west, yeah, and had been in Henry County, and uh-huh. you decided to just raise absolute hell with this seventeen-year-old police officer that yeah. was an absolute he gentleman. Was twenty, I bet he was twenty-two. That guy, you go, guy. Then, I'm so proud of you, little fella. Then he would have taken you to the Henry County Jail, which is just Jail. infested with uh, the bubonic plague mm-hmm. and uh, rats. They're carrying the Does bubonic Weenie World, plague. Do they cater to the jail? Can you get Weenie they, World there? They don't even cater to the jail. The yeah. The conditions are so bad, Weenie World doesn't even go to it. There's there's like a joke you could make there, but I, I wouldn't know. Well, you know what? Weenie World might be a potential sponsor it's, because they're the only ones that have the crunch cone coating, so they have my utmost respect is to we, Weenie, Weenie World. I think Dakota's yeah. drunk. Is Weenie World on <laughs> I love that crunch coat. The, the, the candy peanuts and sprinkles. I truly feel like good. Dakota is, is drunk good. tonight mm-hmm. at this point. They right. used to have it at Bill's Diner when you were a kid. There's something really nostalgic about that crunch coat. Pour one out for Bill's Diner, everybody. I love it. Biscuits and gravy. But anywho. Blue River Coaster um, members for life. <laughs> anywho. Yeah. The uh, the jail is so bad that we've we've uh, decided as a county that something needs to be done. No, right? we didn't know. Well, Hold we on. didn't really decide. <laughs> the government came down and said, we need to do something. You have really? to do something. They're going to do something about the dirt floors now. Yep. Well, there was a lawsuit because our jail was... So bad. Really? Yeah. yeah. Somebody got killed there. Oh, my God. Yep. So, uh, Madison County, is that right? Yep. Yep. Madison County and Henry County. This is quite true. Are, uh, they're, they're considering consolidating and, and wow. saying, we're going to build, we're going to be like co-parents and uh, co-parent our delinquents in our counties uh, by building a jail that is one facility that houses all the inmates for both counties. And how how's that going around here? People in favor of that? Well, there's a there's been a lot of talk, um, but you know what? We're more focused on wind farms here. Oh yeah. So I haven't heard a lot about the the jail situation well, the, in a while. The discussion was tonight at right. six o'clock. Uh, Henry County and Madison County's um, commissioners and county council were all meeting at six to seven to listen to it, and then the regular Henry County Council meeting was to happen afterwards. Now, I wonder if the jail conversation rolled into that or if like a couple of weeks ago, um, the councilmen get ambushed by the wind farms like the commissioners did. We don't know because we're not there. We're not there. Your jail can't be any worse than, uh, do you read these occasional stories about the jail in uh, Union County just south of me? Uh, Liberty, you know, Indiana. Their their jail was built in 1890. It looks like something uh, out of a sitcom, and it's uh, it's horrible. Hold on, let me see if I. Uh, Where you're walking there, there's a sheriff with his legs propped up oh, on the yeah. desk. Yeah, with the keys. Buford T. Justice is there. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's there's three jail Union, cells. I've never heard of this before. Union County, which I love. I think Liberty's a pretty town, but uh, and they have Jay's Dairy Inn, which is delicious. But Norris English Pub. Yeah, and Nor. Oh my God! But uh, <laughs> that county is seven thousand people. And that beautiful and grocery store. What is the grocery they store? They are Woodruff's. Woodruff's. Yes. yes. But and they stay are out so, of Woodruff. <laughs> 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 they are so poor that they are. There's a possibility. 
there's talk of them not being a county anymore after like a couple years. They can't. I've never what? heard of a county just not being able to exist. <laughs> you know what? We're just gonna dissolve we, this whole thing. Yeah, they, they're uh, just ready to walk uh, away from the whole thing. Most just of the official the county down. signs look like they belong in a state park. They do. They, the they do. Welcome the, to yeah. beautiful Liberty. Yeah, home of Union State or uh, Whitewater Whitewater State Park. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've never noticed that before. I've never taken note of that before. You're right. Their sign, it's not like a brick sign. It's yeah, just a wooden... No, it looks like, welcome to a national yeah. forest. This yeah. is Union County. And I love it. I think their courthouse is beautiful. I love a little town square, but apparently, bro, a county, the county is 7,000 people. And the story I read about... That's all they is have they might, is 7,000 people. The county, yeah. And so they might just have to... I don't know what you do. How do you not county anymore? What happens to the courthouse? I guess they just give themselves up to, uh, to it becomes a fireworks they, outlet. They probably. give themselves. It becomes up. a libertarian safe haven. Yes, <laughs> it's Liberty, Indiana, and it's it has no no government authority in here anymore. It's uh, perfect. They just. I'm going to go rob Jay's after that. <laughs> All the fried chicken. <laughs> they have. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of that place. I we it's it's a place we like to go and it's play. It's a cute little town. It's like my second favorite community after Henry County because we're obviously we are the boss hog of Liberty. It's the hometown of Bob Jenkins, the uh, world famous racing announcer. Wow. And uh, these are things I didn't know. And on the south side of town, they have a uh, a liquor store with the uh, ice dispenser outside. Yeah, just put a quarter in, and here's fifty pounds of ice. And it was mentioned on TV a couple years ago on the Sherlock TV show. There was some clue that was Liberty, and then he like wipes the dust off. Oh, this is from Liberty, Indiana. It was. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, Nerds. but anyway, <laughs> it's a good show. You ever seen it? PBS show, so I don't know if you. I mean, I don't support public television. Yeah. Is that the one with Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah. Yeah, actually, it? we've talked PBS, about this before. Man, that's uh, BBC. I'm in. The, oh, is. I'm in the rich truthy <laughs> fan club of the uh, Ask This Old House. I think we went over that a couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah. This old house and Ask This Old House, great show. Pretty uh, much, YouTube has taken over that, right? Mm-hmm. It's not PBS is not available on the YouTube TV in the in the Indianapolis market. No, well, that's because uh, they are boring, low quality, fake news. So I have to use the app. <laughs> So sad. Have now, to use the <laughs> hey, now wait a minute. That's Daniel Tiger's neighborhood is a is a lovely show. So what do you guys think, <laughs> Dakota? What do you guys think about They're, what you, about the county jail? Oh, I think it's a great idea. Obviously, I mean, it's one uh, of the things I, I ran on as a county council candidate. I thought a regional jail is something we need to look at, and um, I'm I will say that I'm not I'm not in favor of private prisons, right? Like mm-hmm. pr- pr- prisons for profit. Not a fan. Um, I think that you're probably still going to have to have some sort of a local presence, uh, a couple of holding cells for people as they have court dates and things locally. Mm-hmm. Uh, our number one goal should be having the smallest population possible of people in the jails. The state caused the problem that we have uh, where we have too many people in the local county jails. This jail here has got significant issues going back to the construction methods that were used. Um, but if we, can, it- if we can combine together with another community and make that, make it work and find a way to not have to borrow money. I'm afraid they're still going to raise your taxes and, and try to borrow money to do it. Um, that's a problem, but uh, a regional jail concept I support. Is it not possible? And this is just me. Uh, I've, I've done no research into this, so I'm not saying that I know it's possible. I'm asking, is it possible for like the County commissioners or mayor York to d- decriminalize marijuana Small amounts of of uh, drug possession. I was I was I I, had, I because I know like you know like Denver uh, decriminalized psilocybin mushrooms. Mm-hmm. It's it's not saying yes it's legal or yes something's totally legal, but 
It's just decriminalized at that point. They say, you know what? Here in Henry County, our sheriff's department is not going to arrest you if you have marijuana on you anymore. I think we'd have to we'd have to refer to our local lawyer, the Boss Hog Liberty. That would uh, that would make life problematic for the pace team that uh, likes to. Well, you know what? Deal Shut with, them deal, down. Deal with I tourists see. who are passing through. You town. know what? My my wild idea is to make the police force operate just like a volunteer fire department. They sit there at their headquarters and they don't go anywhere. They there's no speed traps. There's nothing until they get called. Thank God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get an amen, brother? Mark Brim just decided yeah. he wanted to run for everything. Yeah. I'm <laughs> back in politics, baby. This is great. Yeah, just have him sit back. Don't, don't. Yeah, you back. know what? Yeah. Just watch just TV and, and hang look, out, look man. You when we I, think it, I think it's way safer for the police officers. Yeah. It's also safer for us, makes us more free. So, you know what? Why it's don't they a win, switch win, with win. the firemen for a little bit. Why don't the firemen go out and look for some damn fires? The policemen <laughs> can just sit back and keep yeah, their the, beds warm. The, the police commi- the police com- men can do uh fire traps. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They they just they patrol around all day long and they look for fires to put out. A lot of backyard bonfires this time of year. They that doesn't make sense. So why permits. are we making our police officers do it? No, no, no. The firemen do that. The policemen Well, will I'm saying go it sit. doesn't make sense. Like it, this yeah. thought experiment of making the firemen go out and patrol, it doesn't right. make any sense. So why do Is we be have like, our police do it. Is it going to be like, listen, <laughs> listen, we, we, some, one of your neighbors called and they smelled marijuana and you got to put the, you got to put the butt out. Yeah. You got to put it out. You We're put not going to confidently, like, you're not going to jail. You right. just have to extinguish it. It's like, it's like yeah. what happens when you have a bonfire out back. Right. Listen, well, we showed up and the neighbors called. I so think, we got to put out your fire. I, no, no, I no, think no, that no. that is now, the now, issue. Now with, we have to, we have to step on your roach. I no, think that that's the issue with the police officers that say, I don't make the laws. I just enforce them. Well, you know what? No one's really, it's not like you have, the governor in your squad car with you whenever you decide to arrest that guy for having a dime bag of weed, just take it from him. I mean, it's like if you're that worried about it, I've heard of this just, happening though. You, I, yeah, yeah I've heard of it happening I'm, all the time. Taking, I mean, I've, I've heard, heard of, of cops just letting people. I, I know I have yeah. too. So I'm yeah. saying, like, that's what I'm saying. Happens all the time. Yeah, in Greensboro. You hear about it. Just don't speak constantly. Don't speed yeah. in Greensboro. Yeah, no. they'll let you uh, go you know, weed, but don't. That seventeen-year-old Marshall, he's probably so pretty, uh, pretty guy. up with the times. Yeah, he knows what's yeah. what's down. So, all right, final final thing I want to get into. What's something you enjoy? This is a Guffy suggested thing. <laughs> yes, because is, last week it was. What I is already the told laziest, you what I enjoy. The laziest well, yeah. thing right. you do. Uh, I want to talk. <laughs> I want to talk with uh, with with Mark Brim. Uh huh. <laughs> what brings joy to your life? That what most is the people thing don't like. That everybody else is gonna be like, oh, oh my god. This is an interesting question you bring up because uh, this has been that usually this time of year I take off J- uh, July first where I work uh, at an undisclosed location on the west side of Richmond, Indiana. Uh, I and I've worked there since over by the Quaker uh, Steak and Lube. Over by yeah, and and uh, I've worked there for uh, twenty seven. I've worked there for thirty eight years. I get tons of vacation time. And then I burn it up before July 1st and a new fiscal year starts and use it or lose it, blah, blah, blah. And so usually we go visit my in-laws. My wife's family is way the hell all over the place. So we go on these long trips to see my in-laws and, and God love them. And, and I just don't want to ride in a car that long with my kids. And then uh, we, uh, or, I, or I'll pick up some kind you of freelance work. You just work. don't love your children. I, do, I just don't. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and oh my God. And <laughs> And, Confessions uh, with Mark. I'll, I'll pick up some freelance. Work. I'll do something, 
This has been the first. I, I didn't. I, I have not really done any scrounging. You, you posted any, a. You posted. You I made said, a post. On I made Facebook. a post the first day of my vacation. I said I'm off for a lot of. Anyone need some hay baling help or something? They don't do that anymore. Everyone does round bales. I just want to do something, earn a little money, work, do some. Well, you I, got some. Uh, you got some offers though. They all sucked. None of them sounded. <laughs> I wanted, it had to sound fun. I thought it was hilarious because you put that out there. You made this post of uh, anybody have something to do. Yeah, anyone have anything? And to do? I'm off. You, within like the first 15 minutes, you're flooded with 30 comments of yeah. people going, uh, "My living room needs painted. Um, you can come over and do this for me." And then drywall. And a bunch the, of people wanted me to <laughs> drywall. I can't drywall. I just want yeah. And then like uh, 10 comments. I don't comments. think you have enough cigarettes in your pocket to drywall. Yeah, there's no way. I, I can only go imagine through, you like, going, "Oh, well, well, I got to stop and think about this." And then yeah. you burn three, and then you're like, "Oh, well, I'm going to try this again." <laughs> and oh shit, I need to go get some drywall spackles, so I got to go to the Menards. And it, all, you'd go all mm-hmm. day, and you wouldn't put, put a piece of drywall, but you go through two packs. Uh, but my <laughs> favorite part about that post was 10 comments down is Mark Brim going. All of these suggestions suck. <laughs> yeah, they all sucked. I was. I just wanted to bail. Hey, I hadn't done that since I was uh, eighteen. But so this is to say, what's something you enjoy? So I've had a, a wide stretch of time. Um, my wife has picked up some hours that she works uh, part time. She's picked up some hours where she works. It's been me and, and my two boys at home, or us as a family, or me even by myself. And I keep thinking, I have all this time available. For the first time in years, without any goal, without any direction, without anything to, to whatever, without it's a stay, we're going on our trip in July, so we're staying around the area. I don't have. What do I enjoy? Why hasn't there been a Richmond Street Cheese documentary yet? There should be. There should, and there's only so much. Which it is to say, what you enjoy when you get a small amount of time to yourself is sitting down watching a TV show, having a beer, happiness. Like the like uh who was it? Dennis Leary said happiness comes in small little bits. No one is happy, but happiness is in little bits. It's a it's a chocolate chip cookie or uh or he said other things. But with this big stretch of time, what do you enjoy? I have no answer. That has been my problem for two weeks now. Really? Yeah. Don't that's know. why we've got you on the show. You said, that why? you said, I have nothing going on. I have literally nothing on Not the Not a house project. I really go. don't have any. I have uh, nothing. Yeah. And, and then I said, can you do the show last week? And you said, I'm too busy. I'm t- <laughs> I was. <laughs> last week, my, my wife, is, my wife uh, has needed just uh, a break. She uh, went to visit a friend of hers. So it's just me and my kids. You want my kids here in your studio. We might. They would tear it up. So you're coming back next Wednesday night. Am I coming back next yeah, Wednesday that's night? The, that's I might, the story. I'll try. I'll give it a shot. That's the story we I'll have. be back in my normal life again. I uh, I was looking for uh, for Mason Roddinghouse to cut my grass because you were too busy, and uh, Mason disappointed me tremendously. He's a loser. All I own is a real mower. Yeah, well, that's fine. I would have let you borrow mine, or you could use yeah. the real mower. Uh, I, my confession of what I actually enjoy to do yeah. is, uh, is, is working on our pool, which sounds like a, hey, I have a pool humble brag. Really not the truth. It came with the house. Uh, but I like doing the pool maintenance and people would be like, Oh, pools suck. They're a pain in the ass. I don't want to do it. It's like a couple hundred bucks for the chlorine and the chemicals. And you just watch what you're doing. But it's it, to me, it's therapeutic to go out there and to mm-hmm. connect with creepy mm-hmm. crawly or to, to take the leaves out or to, to pull out the dead frogs and the, and find out if I got any snakes or moles or something I captured best mole trap in the entire County is a, is an in, in ground swimming pool, by the way, get all the moles. Very few moles in the neighborhood, thanks to the thanks to the pool. They just wander just in and then and they're and dead. Drown. Yeah, wow, that's a public uh, service. Yeah, I, it's really I, once again, I feel like I should have a tax abatement from the community mm-hmm. for, for having my pool. But uh, yeah, that, that's the fun. You backwash it, you dump water out, you, you mess with it, you clean out leaves that may have fallen off of your uh, diseased maple trees. That's that's what I get enjoyment out of. That's that's my secret <sighs> me time. Guffy, me time. See, I'm, I guess you just like taking care of my dogs. I do. 
I don't. That doesn't bother me at all. No, what I get true enjoyment out of is the art of the haggle. Oh, I like yeah, haggling. Yeah, we shared the story on the Patreon of my haggle, my recent haggle. That yeah, was a good haggle. Yeah, are you proud of me? I was proud of you. What was, was he really good? What I was the original two really good. Three grand. Three grand, and you paid two. That's not bad. Well, and what's weird not is bad. He, yeah, what's it's weird? Amazing. What's weird is he took the first offer. So you probably could have come at like seventeen fifty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you probably could have haggled more, but oh, you can't cope. <laughs> you can't go back. I well, know. I know you'd say that, but actually, now I'm thinking twelve hundred. Yeah. So, but no, I I enjoy the art of the haggle. So I have been very um, focused on locating a Jeep that you, of which you will never buy. I will. I will <laughs> buy. I will buy one. But I have done research. I have, I have, there's actually one that I, I like at uh, the local dealership here in town, but their price is way too high and they will not negotiate. And I'm like, listen, man, did you inform them that you are a Dave Ramsey cash buyer? I did not, but I should have. Oh, no, I will tell you something cash I is learned. King. Cash is not king. Really? I will tell you something I learned. Oh, because they like the interest. They like, I, I, uh. <clears throat> when my wife and I were going to have our second kid, I wanted to get a truck with a back seat. And I had... I was really hoping you were going to tell me you haggled with the hospital. Ooh. I was really going to. <laughs> you can. I'm not that good. You can. I'm not that good. But I, I think you remember mind. when Listen, I first met I'll you. I'll cut the umbilical cord myself. I want $300 off. No, you I ask had, for uh, an itemized list and then you go down individually. And a red truck. Do you remember this? Do you remember my red truck? I babied this truck. Yes, a shiny absolutely. red truck. I love this truck. 2000 and, uh, it was like 2002. 12 or 2010. Oh, I've never done that well. 2006. No, 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 no. The oh, year. Oh, the year, yes. The year. Was to, uh, 2010, 2012? Uh, Somewhere around there? Yeah, you and I were uh, together. I was running for office. It was the year 2012. The year of our Lord, 2012. The year of our Lord. And you parked Phil Donahue was like uh, seven, seven that year. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Uh, you and I, you, you drove yeah. the red truck to uh, to Baker Park and we walked around. Yes. For, and I was so impressed. Mark Brim got a, a TV or a, a newspaper interview as we're walking around, I'm like, God, this guy is big time in right now. He's, he's I forgot doing, about that. He's doing an yeah. interview as uh, as I'm trying to on get my votes. flip phone. Yeah, the uh, so I sold this truck. I didn't want to do anything the right way. Trade ins and, and stuff is all BS. So I sold this pickup truck. I took meticulous care of it because uh, it was pre kids. Oh my god! And I had a big wad of cash. Yeah. In 2012. Yeah. Phil Donahue was 77 years old. (laughs) 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 Rain man. And and so I thought, this is it. Cash is they they no one would deal with me when I walked in and I would try to buy a bin. I I just uh, You had the cash in your hand. I have a big wad of bills right here. No one wanted to talk to me because they want to give you those loans. So did so you get I the to, loan and well, then go pay it off the next day? No, I just did a private uh, I, pri- okay, a private so. purchase. So Zach Bircham's in the chat and he says offering everybody a dollar on Facebook Marketplace listen, is not haggling, Chris Guffey. Listen. Are you saying you're a good haggler or you just are enjoying no, I, this art? Like you're I, good at this. I, I'm decent, but I enjoy the... You enjoy it. I enjoy the haggle. That's more of the... How much for that ink pen, right? I want to see a display. How much for that ink pen right there? That's not well, his ink pen. It's not... Well, that, that doesn't matter. How much, how much for that? That's a nice looking ink pen. The, how, much, uh, how much? The most haggling... No, what, what... Do you need to write something? No, just how much? If you were to sell it to me, how much? Depends. For you? Because you have, you have to use a situational. Uh-huh. Because Is it, obviously we're right here, so you need to write something. No, Is but I want to take it home with me. Okay. Yeah. How much? It's a Gradau. They're yeah. out of business now, so this is a rare. No, that company still exists. They just don't own me. Jeremiah. 
am I? <laughs> Are you trying to create uh-huh. value in scarcity? Yes. Oh. The rarity of uh-huh. this, this pen. So it's rare. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, what's your price on it? If I wanted it to also take has it home a stylus on the end. Yeah. Ten bucks. Ten bucks. Yep. Tell you what. Ten is a little bit, I think, I, I think what you're saying is fair. I have six on me. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. No. Six dollars. I'll, I'll take nine fifty for it, though. <sighs> Can you provide a bill of sale? Se- I, I will. Hey, hey, hey. I will, I will write what? you with the bill yeah. of sale. Look at Dakota. Hold on. You can't phone a friend. Dakota is whispering in his and ear. Zach, Zach, real quick, while this is happening, just <laughs> offering a dollar. You know, I know a guy. He's a pen expert. I need to give him a call and see. <laughs> I just remember. Mark doesn't have, have. Mark doesn't know what reference that was. Pawn Stars. <laughs> I have an extra. I'm the pen expert. Uh, this pen yeah. could go for three dollars in the open market. No, it wouldn't. I remember. So six dollars. <laughs> you, I do remember. By God, I have an extra dollar in my ashtray. So seven bucks. We'll just call it done. Mm, I don't think so. You're going to shake I, on I'll it, tell Mike you, and Frank? Do you I need will, to bundle it? Do you have a yeah. second pen you can throw in? No, I'm not going to do that. I will tell you what I will do for you, though. Okay. You do have a second pen, this. but it's missing the stylus. Uh, Defect. I, I, I think the lowest I can go is like 9.23. 9.23? Yeah. Otherwise, I'm As the expert it. in this, Mark, yeah. I think that you're taking on a lot of the risk in the I investment. Am, I am taking it in. It is uh, a used pen. It's a used pen. I don't know how much ink is in it. Uh, there's a lot yeah. of ink in this. In I've been I've pen. been continuously drawing over here. Does this pen <laughs> refill? Is it refillable, or is uh, it one time once and you're done? Isn't this a classic salesman training uh, training thing? Is trying to sell an ink pen? It is. Yeah, Sarah's so, shaking, shaking her head. Yes. So okay, seven dollars won't work. But I tell you what, I have three frozen chickens. <laughs> Deal. Seven dollars well, and three frozen chickens. Hey Dakota, I uh, I need you to uh, keep these two distracted. Sarah, I need you to take those frozen chickens to the car and get them the hell out of here before they're stolen. <laughs> but I do need the uh, I need the uh, bag back. Oh, and there's some business cards uh, he threw in. Yes, uh, Farmer well. Brad, Farmer Brad, but, of course. <laughs> but no, so I enjoy the haggle. It, it's fun. You're even, pretty. You're e- pretty good. Even if I it doesn't am, uh, work. Even if it doesn't work, and like I don't get what I want, I I enjoy the art. Of it, the art of the deal. Yes, mm-hmm. I mean obviously, <laughs> the art of the deal. I am. I'm too agreeable for haggling. The oh. most haggling I've ever done is uh, whenever I traded in my Chevy Sonic and I owed eight thousand dollars on it, and the trade-in value <coughs> was like forty-eight hundred dollars. This is your most recent car transaction. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, the trade-in value was like forty-eight hundred bucks. I owed like um, about eight grand. Hold on, where'd you? Hold on. Question. Sorry, this is before <laughs> Guffy. I forgot that. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dakota and I have been bros for so yeah. long that this so all now, happened ancient times ago. Now this car was forty eight hundred. This is the beginning of the where, podcast. Where did you where Where did you get this value at? The dealership? No, this is from Kelly Blue Book. Dakota had this car They're sitting very in his driveway. Fact, trying okay, to sell it you got to use True Car. This or is Edmunds. what I did. This is what I did. Okay. I found the truck I wanted. Mm-hmm. I looked up the the Black Book value of the truck that I wanted, not the Blue Book. Um, and I don't remember why someone had told me that the black book was anyway. So I looked up the black book value and I realized that it was about that. They were asking about $6,000 more than it was worth. Yep. And I was like, Hmm. Okay. So I went in there and I told him I want $1,800 off of this truck and I want you to pay off my full car loan. And then he was like, ran the numbers and they were like, Okay, yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll do that. Well, you, okay, so there was there was no resistance. Do you know why? So obviously they mark it up. The MSRP is not what you want to pay ever. Don't ever pay MSRP. So what you want to do is you want to find out what the actual invoice of the vehicle is, 
And that'll give you a rough estimate of what the dealership paid. He doesn't have a new vehicle. This was a it's, used yeah, transaction. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter. Truck is a 2012. You can still find a, like a, a rough invoice of it, and you'll figure out what the value of it actually is. And so then you find out what the dealer paid for it. Generally, they'll cut 1% to 2% off of that. You might be able to find somebody that could do 3 to 5 but it's very rare. 1% is pretty common because they're going to get a, a, a kickback anyways from the actual uh, company that made the car. So they'll, they'll get a kickback that only that, on that a new you, one that you don't know about. Only on a new one. Are you sure? It doesn't really matter. I've, I'm I've, sure I have had the truck for like two years now. So, well, the deal no. has been made. The deal has been made. So, but no, well, there's, and a good, I felt good because I didn't have to carry over any existing debt from my vehicle. Negative equity is hard to carry. Over. And I paid the black book value for my truck. And I felt like that was a fair deal. Yeah, fair deal for you. And obviously it was a fair deal for them because they probably made. Oh, yeah, they made money. Yeah. They're not going to make the deal if they don't make money. Obviously, yeah. I mean, you have to understand that they've got to make money. My my favorite thing to do... Not in every business. Well, in the car dealership. <laughs> yeah. In the car dealership game, there is... We, we know of some business... Never mind, I'm not even going to go there. My... Uh, <laughs> My favorite thing to do that most people don't like is I genuinely enjoy mowing the yard. I do too. I don't have a yard, but I used to, <laughs> <laughs> but I used to go over to my friend's house. So if I, you don't have yeah. a yard, then do you enjoy the idea and the nostalgia behind mowing the yard? Because the reason I like mowing, there's a couple reasons. Yep. First of all, it's it takes me about two and a half to three hours to mow. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, a little over an acre that I mow and so it takes a minute and I, and I like to trim it and edge it, blow all the grass clippings and everything so that no motorcyclists die in front of my house. And, uh, I enjoy those few hours that I get just me with headphones on listening to podcasts this is a new development and in your life because you didn't have a lawn this big previously. No, I've never, I've never owned a riding lawnmower myself. However, I did mow yards whenever I was a teenager mm-hmm. for extra cash, and I, I picked up my enjoyment of it then. Then uh, I got swamped with adulthood very quickly, so I hired someone to mow my yard. It all happened so fast. Yeah, and then I realized I still that was silently stupid. protest the people you used to have mm-hmm. cut your grass for you. I realized it was terrible. stupid, and I, I missed mowing my yard whenever they were. Whenever they, I hired the the folks that did it because uh, they never lived up to my expectations. Yep. So uh, I, I I quickly fired them and uh, took over mowing my own grass. Made it look really good. I think the Zach Bertram can attest to how well my yard looked. Don't know if it still looks that good now that I've moved away, but I know that uh, I've got the best yard on my street right now. I'm pretty confident to say, even though there's like. Five houses. Better than your father-in-law? <laughs> your yard bet looks better than your father-in-law's. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say yeah. Wow. Ooh, yeah. Those Strong are fighting words, words Dennis Peavy. Uh, you know what? I think that I think that Dennis would be okay with it. Dennis enjoys mowing his yard too, though, and he's probably got the second best. So co-host Danny Morrill, or formal co-host, we don't know, uh, lives uh, lives two, two doors north of uh, Cade Coger, and they're in a lawn mowing war. With each other, and just this week, Danny updated his mower and added an. He got a zero turn and upped it from a fifty-two inch to a sixty inch. Holy zero cow! Turn. Went full sixty inches. 
So Man, I, I've got like a little baby compared to that. He's got a full foot more. It's your move. <laughs> it's your move. I mow with a 22 inch push mower. I don't care. Not don't that mow. big of a deal. Um, but uh, yeah, your move, Cade Coger. Danny's Danny's raised the stakes. There have been times where I've been mowing and I've felt like my 42 inch lawnmower is inadequate for the amount of grass that I'm cutting. Mm. But uh, that's almost okay because I enjoy it. So. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you're enjoying it, why? It's a really nice process. lawnmower. It's super nice. You don't have to we, rush the We process. kind of inherited it. Um, it was already at the house when we moved in. Very nice John Deere zero turn. I've made a few uh, modifications myself. Ooh. Did you take the governor off? No. I added a striping kit, a roller on the back. Homemade. Oh, Homemade. yes. Ooh. I yeah. remember that, and I, I actually enjoyed that. I, I want to see it in action. It's nice. I just I just took it off. Can we come out and watch you mow your yard? I just took it off though. I took the little roller off because, like, I didn't seal one of the ends all the way apparently, and all the sand that was that was weighing down the roller leaked out over the past week, and now my shed's full of fifty pounds of sand. So, it was it was a really cool thing to to look at whenever I opened the shed doors to mow. Uh, this week, and there was a giant mound of sand, and the roller it had it had come out with such force that it pushed one end up, and then it just spilled out the other end, and it actually pushed up the other end. So I have these two giant mounds of sand in the shed that I had to sweep out. All right, it's heartbreaking. At this juncture, <laughs> we will uh, we will transition into final thoughts. Should we start with Mark? We'll start with you, producer Chris, and we'll work our way around the room. Do you have anything to promote? Anything that you're missing out on? Anything that we need to know? Mm, today was, I actually wrote this down. Today was the fuel, the Indy Fuels open house. Uh, so I'm missing that. I should be there. Doug Christensen is your new guy? He is. He is. I know the name and I don't know a damn thing about him. Why do I remember the name so well? Does he, did he do something else famous at some point? I don't think so. Not that I know of. I mean, he could have, but. I'm just good at this stuff. But no, um. So yeah, I knew, I knew Mike Gravel is from Alaska, and I knew the name of the fuel coach. Yep, we uh, so Christensen's our new coach. We just signed our first um, player, and he is from the University of Michigan. So I don't know his name exactly. So I, and I think this team's going to be a lot. I think this year we're going to be a lot younger. Uh, Christensen came out and said we're going to be a lot younger. So we might get rid of Zach Mitskovitz. Uh, I'm not for sure. Let's we'll see. I'm lost. Uh, it, it was the it was the captain number three, captain of the team. Um, let's see, Johnny McKinnis, right? Yeah, Johnny McKinnis uh, was a former fuel player. Transferred, got traded to Allen, Texas last year. I believe he announced his retirement from professional hockey over over the time. He was probably my favorite because he had this pretty awesome little stash. But I have some questions for you. Go ahead. Totally unrelated to any of this, mm-hmm. but this is the time of the show we ask these questions. Yes. You and I met each other playing Pogo. Pokemon sure. Go. Yep. In the last week, a new game has launched. Harry Potter, Wizards Unite. Sure is. Is this a, a Niantic game? Here it is. Yes, it is. It's and, right there. And you're playing such a thing. Yeah, I, I, I play a little bit. Do they, are they all the same locations yep. and geography Ex- locations yep. the same in the game? Yep. Exactly. Everything's the same. So or, is it worth it? Is it stripped down like Pokemon Go was in the beginning, where you can only do a, few, full, a handful of things, or is it worth it? Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's worth it to, to pass some time. Um, is your is it, your Pokemon Go Plus going to work in the Harry Potter game? No, because so you actually have to cast spells. So it's it's very strange, but it, I mean, 
if you're a Harry Potter fan, it'll work for you to kind of subside that addiction to the Harry Potter world. I mean, it's not not the greatest, but obviously it just came out, so we'll see how it works out. Um, I'm currently level nine. Did you have to choose a team? I did. Are you a Slytherin? No, I'm a Ravenclaw. I feel myself turning into a virgin again just hearing this. I just, I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm asking all of the questions I can. I'm almost out of questions. It's weird. I'm. That's I think all I know. Yep. Do you play the broomstick game? Quidditch. You do not. Whatever the hell that is. It's Quidditch. And no, you do not. Not yet. I'm sure it'll be added in later. But <laughs> thank you for the update. <clears throat> I'm just saying. Just saying. Well, I do have a Harry Potter tattoo, so it's. Oh, you do? Yeah. Wow. Where at? Where? Right here. You've never oh. seen it. You've never seen. You ever seen Guffy with a shirt off? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Next you pool can. party. <laughs> I, I don't show up to your pool parties. There's too many people. They're called voters or donors. You really should. Yeah, I'm right there with them. These pool parties, way too many people. And I don't, I'm a never nude. I like, I don't, this, this is all on. All Tobias. Yeah. Tobias, Tobias Brim over here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you've never even seen my arms the, before. The jorts. <laughs> crying out loud. The jorts in the I shower. Now. Your wife doesn't even know you have nipples. Nope. <laughs> never seen them. Never seen them. And you have, what, three children? <laughs> I just, I draw them on my shirt sometimes. So. <laughs> To make me feel more at ease. Mark, do you have any final thoughts? Anything else to promote? Anything that we need to worry about? You've been doing these reviews on the YouTube. Last last time we (laughs) we saw you, the next day you went and saw the uh, the dude from the Boss Hog show, and you forgot to tell us the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, that thing. It was the very next day. Yeah, yeah. Not a word was mentioned. You hung out with us. You did the Boss Hog of Liberty. Yeah, and then you went and saw. I kept a lid on that because I wasn't sure if it was going to happen or not. John Schneider was in Rushville, and he thought he was going to Connorsville. He was going to drive right by, but some dude drove the uh, the General Lee. Uh, Yeah, a guy had a General Lee and parked it in front of WIFE in Rushville. The hot wife. The hot wife, and he was going to Connorsville, where the wife where WIFE used to be, sees a General Lee, says he stops at the uh, country mark to get a cup of coffee and looks over, sees a General Lee and says, why? I'm oh, I guess I've, I've arrived. Uh, I, I, well, he didn't know. He just said, there's a General Lee. I'm going to go see this General Lee. And, and you know, and who knows? The owner might come out. And then there's, you know, here I am, General Lee. Well, you know. And then he walks over there and no one is that surprised to see him because that's exactly <laughs> where he's supposed to be. But yeah, very nice guy. I yeah, I did a little uh, uh, thanks to uh, some uh, some coworkers of mine at the radio station uh, that I work part time at or am employed part time. I haven't worked there in quite some time, but they invited me to come along just because they knew I'd enjoy it so much, and I was able to get some a uh, little bit of one on one time with him. And uh, yeah, that was fun. Uh, and he's a nice guy, and and doesn't I enjoy the celebrities who don't get pissy about what they who embrace. But that he knows he's always Bodu. He writes songs, he does new things, and that's appreciative and he's talented, but he likes, he embraces who he was. But my final thought though is is to go back to what do you enjoy? And I would have to say, I don't know if you ever I heard this term a few years ago and it resonates with me. Second degree fun. Have you ever heard of second degree fun? Where you watch somebody else yes. have fun? Yes. No. no, 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 no. This is it might even be your lawn mowing. I can't say I enjoy much. I have a lot of second degree fun yep. where the next day I'm kind of like, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> the only time I had this recently, my wife and I were working to put second, a, second degree fun yeah. versus first degree fun. First degree in fun the moment, is you're enjoying yourself. You're, you're enjoying yourself in the moment. Yeah. First degree fun is a roller coaster where yeah. you're like, wow, that was amazing. I, I love that. Yeah. Second degree fun is where you look back on it and you, you say, tell, yeah. And you're basic like, basic wow, training. 
that for was me. great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I can't say I enjoy there. anything, but I do because I'm just too riddled with things. But second degree fun, the only time in recent times, uh, just a, a little uh, couple weeks ago or so, uh, my wife and I were building a jungle gym. We couldn't find the right uh, slide that we needed. She found one on Facebook Marketplace, but it, we had to get it in a hurry. It was in Hamilton, Ohio, um, and her and the kids stayed home. And I drove my raggedy truck to Hamilton and hunted this down, you know, stopped and got a cheeseburger on the way. And it was boiling hot. Did you go to the just right on the way? uh, I I stopped. Well, first of all, I stopped at Country Mark to get some popcorn because who doesn't enjoy popcorn on a, I I just love some buttery popcorn. Then I stopped and got a cheeseburger, a little side, a little, little, I don't know what it was. Or the maid right. It's just over the border from Richmond. The maid, I, maid I rights. I like maid rights. You don't really. Yeah. Anyway. I don't like so maid yeah, rights. there's They're this not... this great YouTube video of your your journey to that Ohio. That was journey one. This was journey two. I went by myself and got a sli- just a slide. Bought it, and the next day I just thought that was a fun evening. That was delightful. Just a little time by myself, eating a cheeseburger, picking up a slide. But yeah, the video on my YouTube channel is my wife and I. We got ripped. We got ripped off big time. Big time. Uh, because we bought a jungle gym. It looked beautiful. The photos look beautiful. We go there, and it looks okay. We take it apart. It looks a little rotted. We start to kind of go through it, and, and we're like two-thirds of the way in to just rot. But what do you do at that point? You've already bought it. The person's there. You're way out in the middle of nowhere. What? At what point do you just say, oh, okay, we just need to unload this and stop. It's all rot. I've changed my mind. Changed my mind. So we're just like... So then we're all pretending at this point. The person has to know that there's that that this is rot. We definitely know it's rot, covered in ants, and we just are still just we're taking it apart it just, because it we don't know what to into, do. It just turns into well, now it's a YouTube video. Yeah, and so we and just, now your only hope is to monetize it. What? How much money did you pay for such a thing? Well, <laughs> I think it was listed originally. Uh, did you haggle? Please tell me you haggled. We tra- well, they said they were going to... Tell me, tell me what kind of a deal you got on the trash before you had to pay to dispose of Come it on. at the dump, the uh, landfill. Luckily, it was free to dispose of it at the landfill. We used the basic framing of it for our jungle gym now. Um, they came down. It was under $200. Oh, they my said, God. They said... <laughs> they said... The person said, uh, you know, this is not as in a good a shape as I thought it was, so the price is definitely going to change. I thought that price would be... Thank God you're taking this piece of shit out of my yard. <laughs> they came down fifty dollars, so we still paid. So one fifty. We still we in ballpark. We paid over a hundred dollars. I'll say to take some rock. So so you, you could were have talking, built that for yourself for cheaper. You were talking about uh, people who are celebrities mm. but don't really appreciate it. And Dakota has uh, there's there's this the, this Facebook page called the Dad, which as I'm aging is, if, uh, if is starting to make more sense. To if me. you have mm-hmm. seen um the it's a common thing on Tony Hawk's Twitter where he is out in public and no one recognizes him, but they might slightly recognize him because of he was a video game in the nineties. Yeah. Right? I oh, mean, yeah. He, he was huge. I, I grew up on his video game. Uh, used to play the heck out of Tony Hawk's underground. Anyway, first stage, uh, he has some really funny tweets about, um, not being totally recognized as a celebrity. Uh, this is one of my favorite, Guy approaches me while standing in line at a coffee shop in Cancun. Him. My friend says that you're a famous person. Uh, Is that true? Me. It depends on your definition of fame. Him. Will you show up if I Google search your name? Yes. Starts typing into phone. Are you Tony Stark? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This one was another good one. To clarify, my legal name is Anthony. TSA agent checks my ID, looks at me, 
looks at ID, looks back at me quizzically, and loudly says, Tony Hawk's my favorite skater. Me. I'll tell him. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah. So no one really... You know, know, I had a moment like this, uh, and this just popped into my head just now. Uh, I worked at a radio station years ago. Uh, in the great city of Richmond, Indiana. You ever heard of it? It's nearby. It's down the road. Yeah, where? I think I've heard Richmond. of it a time or two. And I was working there. There was the FM and AM station. I worked on the FM. The AM station was a talk show at the time. And um, then there was a guy that morning sitting in the lobby, just this old guy sitting in the lobby. And I thought, what? So I walked up. I said, uh, can I help you with anything? You want to? Are you waiting for someone? Are you here for autographs? And he the said, DJs uh, will be out in an hour. And he said, I'm just here to, to for a short interview on the on the AM station. I said, oh, okay. You want a cup of coffee or anything? He's like, um, no, I'm fine. I said, oh, okay. Is there? I said, are you sure? You, is there someone? I, he said, no, he'll come out and get me. He said, my my name's Jim Fowler. Do you ever watch the Wild Wild Kingdom show? I said, well, I remember that when I was a kid. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm. I was like, Jim, I don't know the. He's like, well, you know, the wildlife, and he started to explain. I was like, mm, yeah, it's it, it rings a bell. Yeah, dude, if you were Jack Hanna, and then he said, uh, <laughs> and then he said, he kind of like took it. He's like, well, I was on Seinfeld recently, is that because he was on Seinfeld once? And I was like, oh, you were on Seinfeld, wow! And I could tell he was just like, and, and now I like I do. Now I, he's crushed. Yeah, he's yeah. actually he was very nice about it, and he knew I, I was, so it was a little is, outside uh, of my age, but he is. It, which is funny now because then I met him years later and, and had, thank goodness, actually, lucky for me, I got to meet him and talk to him years later, actually having appreciated his body of work and knowing who he was. But yeah, he was so, very nice of him. But the only thing he could think of where, oh, maybe I'll make a connection with this guy is to mention his uh, Seinfeld appearance, which had just been like a so year you before. So you point. are this guy in the Tony Hawk tweet where he says, uh, a guy at the grocery store says, you ever get mistaken for Tony Hawk or are you Tony Hawk? <laughs> me. Both actually, <laughs> <laughs> nice. So Jim Fowler was on. Uh oh, mutual. I have, I have terrible news about Jim Fowler. <laughs> well, no, he died. Yeah, he, that, yeah, that's maybe why party was in my head. Yeah, he died maybe about a month ago, I think. Jim but, um, Jim Fowler was on uh, was on Seinfeld as himself, uh-huh. as Seinfeld was appearing on one of these late night talk shows. Uh, Jim Fowler also, you probably, I can't it believe. It was called the Merv Griffin show. Yes, he was on yeah. Merv Griffin, yes. Well, it was. On, this, on that, yes. On that episode, which was pretty, yeah, it was pretty funny. Yes. And Kramer then, has a uh, pretend TV show. Of but, course, he he also did some Johnny Carson, which should have immediately been like, oh my God, you've met Johnny Carson. That had to be the thing. He was Johnny Carson's he, uh, go-to wildlife guy. He just guy. died this year. He was even good friends with Johnny Carson, took him on a, on a couple of um, safaris in Africa. It was actually one of the few celebrities who actually kind of... Uh, Jim, Jim Fowler has him. been dead less than 50 days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he was, he graduated. At, at, he's from your Earl. local guy, right? Yeah. yeah. He's low, yeah. He graduated from Earlham College. So uh, he, uh, he would come to town. Last time he actually, I posted um, an interview that I had, uh, I dug up an interview I had done with him and put it up um, on the social media for Earlham College. And uh, so I got to sit and talk to him. Great guy. But yeah, that was years and years before, probably 99 or so was the first time I met him in person. And yeah, the only thing he could think of was, you know, well, I was on an episode of Seinfeld. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that it makes me maybe, somewhat relevant. To maybe, you. Yeah, yeah. Five years ago, I was on Seinfeld, buddy. That's good. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. Any final thoughts for me, uh, Dakota? My final thoughts are as I um, am interested to see how the 2020 Democrat primaries go. Um, I'm not as I look at the field and I'm seeing the candidates, I just really don't see anybody that I think is going to beat Trump in 2020. Really don't. I don't even think Bernie can do it. 
Do you think this is the year for possibly a third party? No. No, I no. do not. Not at the presidential <laughs> level. Yeah, all of our candidates suck right now, Chris. Too no. much. Ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm not the libertarian candidates. Uh, Vermin Supreme. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Come on now. We're uh, Kim Ruff is actually pretty decent. Adam Kokush was on uh, uh, The Judge uh, on Fox. I'm, I'm, you really know, do you waiting know patiently talking for about? Justin Amash. Justin Amash was recently yeah. on the uh, Brian Nichols show. I encourage yes. everybody to go look at that. That was on, that's on the Weird Libertarians Network. Uh, did a great job with that. Very, uh, very interesting uh, interview. So that's definitely worth, uh, worth checking out. Napatillo? Is that how you pronounce Andrew it? Andrew Napolitano. Napolitano. There we go. Yeah, that's on, the man. guy. Get, get East Coast. No idea. Um, but he was on there and he, he told him that, uh, if I'm elected president, the very first thing I'm going to do on the first day is dissolve all of the federal government. Adam Kokesh. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard some bad things about him. Um, yeah, he's been in jail a few times. Yeah, yeah. And certainly no worse than the things you hear about uh, John McAfee. These oh, are not the pragmatic libertarians <laughs> that I'm uh, that come from my wing of the party. I, I'd have to say, yeah, I, I think I might just sit this one out. So I'm uh, at this point, I'm uh, Yang Gang or bust. Yang Gang, that's your guy. Mm-hmm. That's it. We'll I see. don't know if I'll vote in the Democrat primary, but if I do, it would be for Andrew Yang. The reality of it is that uh, it's very difficult to get on the ballot in Indiana. You have to have uh, <laughs> those 500 signatures in every district. By the time they get to us, uh, it'll probably be down to two or three Democratic choices. Yep. We'll see who actually makes the ballot and if anybody's actually even still running by the time by the time they get here. Uh, a couple of final thoughts from me. Uh, Saturday or this uh, Friday or Saturday, LNK Produce Stand opens back up again. Our friend Cade Coger. Uh, obviously, the beef is always available down there, but uh, you can get uh, you can get your produce as well. Uh, great place. Incredibly uh, reasonable pricing. Uh, good spot if you uh, if you want to do some canning, uh, Sarah Morrill, if you're listening out there somewhere, maybe we can uh, pick some stuff up and do some canning, some preservation. Uh, it's always been our dream to be homesteaders. It's my it's my Mormon blood. Uh, also want to congratulate the uh, the newlyweds, Hannah Morrill Davis now, uh, and uh, Stephen Davis. Welcome uh, to Dakota, the family, Hannah. Dakota, you and I are now <laughs> brothers. We're, 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 uh, we're family, bro. Oh, God. It's uh, <laughs> my sister's a Davis. You can now it's, get forced uh, into more stuff. Yeah, we're we're family. And you have to accept because you're family. So, if we're family, then that means I have more liberty to say no. Somewhat shameful that you forgot to show up at the wedding. To say piss off, Jeremiah. But uh, <laughs> I look. I'm looking forward to all of our uh, our Christmases together and the uh, the extended family. I know we do Christmas Eve together, but now I've, Christmas uh, Day we're gonna have to do. <clears throat> I've never seen Stephen at a family reunion, Davis family reunion. So we'll, uh, well, that's a, uh, I mean, up with that, Steven. he's kind of an introvert, but as you know, I'm an extrovert. So now as a member of the Davis family, I'll be at everything. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh goodness. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right. like next fun. week, uh, next week, the show will be on, uh, on Wednesday because we're going to record on Wednesday, July 3rd, because <laughs> nobody wants us to counter program your fireworks. Your, except maybe your yellow lab that's going to get pissed off. When is July 4th this year? It's uh it's on a Thursday. On a Thursday, yeah, yeah, doesn't that suck? Next, yeah, you get one day Thursday? off. You get one or, day off. What's in the, middle the, of the what week? date? Uh, it, it's on uh, July seventeenth. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, put it in your calendar. Mark it in pencil. 
Thank you for listening to the Boss Hog of Liberty, which is part of the We Are Libertarians network. I am Chris Spangle, and I am the founder of this network, and I invite you to listen to all of our shows, which you can find at wearelibertarians.com or by searching for these in your podcatcher. The flagship show is the We Are Libertarians podcast, where we apply libertarian principles to current events. The Brian Nichols Show is a conversation amongst Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, as they talk about what is happening in the news. And we have many other podcasts like The Chris Spangle Show, Upward, The Cost, Raw Audio Politics, Miranda's World, and Tad Talk, which is quite a ride. So check all of these out. Go to WeAreLibertarians.com and you can check out all of our great podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at WeAreLibertarians.com.